a podcast made by Watford fans, fans for Watford fans from the rookery end. Hello and welcome to From the Rookery End. You've probably pressed play at 2.49 and 50 seconds on a Saturday afternoon because we told you to. There's a really good reason why. For the next 90 or so minutes, you are going to have the feeling of Saturday afternoons and live football is back in your life. Sort of. Watford were due to play Leicester City a few weekends ago. It didn't happen. We previewed it on a preview podcast and it didn't happen. But it has done in Colin's mind. Colin is a very established actor, uh, currently starring in Military Wives film that you might have seen in the cinema before they closed, or you can download it from very different places right now. And he wanted to do something. He missed Saturday afternoons, and he decided, with all his skills of improv, and after listening to this can only be the most amazing imagination ever, here is what Watford against Leicester might have sounded like two weeks ago, broadcasting live on FTRE FM. It doesn't exist and it will never exist. Colin sat at home staring at a wall and he imagined every single minute of what you're about to hear. So sit back and, well, don't sit back, do stuff. Stick this on in the background. That's what normally happens on a Saturday afternoon. Go and do some gardening, clean up the kitchen. Whatever it is you're doing, have this on in the background and you will think that Watford are playing Leicester. It's wonderful. Thank you for downloading. There'll be more from the recurrents to come, but this is a very special one. And please send us your feedback. Podcast at fromtherecurrent.com or find us on social media at Watford Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Tell us what you think. And you never know, we might even complete the season with Colin doing these. Come on, you horns. You can get the Leicester. Good afternoon and welcome to FDRE FM Radio and uh, this afternoon's presentation will be the Premier League football match between Watford FC and Leicester City and we're all looking forward to it and I'm joined today by, uh, well, by a very good friend of mine in fact who and we've worked together before. I have got Kenny McPhee alongside me here in the commentary box at Vicarage Road and we're both very much looking forward to this match, aren't we Kenny? Hi, right, that's right Colin, we, we definitely are and uh, I think it's interesting a game like this at uh, at this time of the season to have two teams are really fighting for something. Obviously, Leicester trying to stay up there in the Champions League places, and uh, and Watford in the, in the midst of a of a very difficult relegation scrap. You know, that's absolutely right. Just uh, for the listeners who don't know about Kenny, Kenny played for Rangers when he was eighteen, and was a bit of a Rangers uh, legend, and uh, won titles up there. And then um, a few years later, he moved down to Goodison Park and played for Everton between 1994 and uh, 2002 and he's got a cup winner's medal, is that right? Hey, that's right, 1995, I remember it like it was yesterday, uh, we played Man United at Wembley and uh, I wasn't supposed to be playing in that game actually and uh, what happened was the night before, the uh, coach came to see me, the manager came to see me and he said, uh, are you fit lad, are you ready to go? And I, I was like, I'm ready to go, you know, but I, I wasn't expecting to play and uh, it turned out that one of the players had an injury that he wasn't really being completely honest about and the manager sort of spotted that and so in the morning on the day of the final he came to me and said you're in but I had to play at a right back which was not not a place that uh, I was used to playing but uh, he trusted me and uh, I had a half decent game but nothing special but that was just an amazing thing to be a part of and we got the win so yeah that was excellent 
And then you finished your career at uh, Stoke, is that right? I, I moved over to Stoke when, once my legs started to go and uh, I was able to, um, to help them a little bit. Uh, they were pushing for promotion at the time and um, looking to get back into the top flight, which they eventually did after I left, sadly. But um, yeah, I had a good time there. People at Stoke, uh, the Potteries, people are very, very friendly and the supporters were great with me. So uh, yeah, and I was very, very happy there. And uh, well, I'm now back up at, uh, at Rangers. I'm coaching the under-23s. You're doing that with uh, with Stephen Gerrard. Hi, Stephen's been absolutely, uh, absolutely great with me since um, since I've been back up there. And uh, obviously, the fans have got a soft spot for me for the, the years I put in, especially as a, as a young lad. And uh, so it's it's great. It's like a kind of homecoming for me, and uh, I see a lot more of my my mum and dad, and my grandparents are still alive. So it's uh, yeah, it's been excellent. Um, slightly itinerant life, the life of a footballer, so it's good to get home uh, and be able to carry on working in the game. Are you looking forward to today's game? I am I am really looking forward to it. I like this Leicester side. I think John uh, Rogers has got a, a decent tune out of them and uh, they look very unified. Um, they've not had a great run recently. Obviously, you play a certain type of football, you know, other coaches have a look at it. They start to work out ways to stop you. Um, so they've, they've not been great at home, but away from home, they've been okay. Watford, on the other hand, have been brilliant at home and not quite so good, barring the 3-0 win against Bournemouth a few weeks ago. Not been so good away from home. So the last game here, as we all know, was a 3-0 victory over Liverpool, which I think, to most people's minds, wasn't going to happen. But the players proved that they had the belief in themselves. And um, yeah, so it it should be an exciting game. Excuse me, I've got a wee bit of a colder. Right, so we're just going to have a quick look at the uh, at the lineups before the players come out onto the pitch and the game starts. So, um, start with the home side. Watford, you would expect um, not too many changes after the game here against Liverpool, but the disappointing result at uh, Palace has caused Pearson to make a couple of changes, and, and one of them in particular I think will, will be a surprise. The back four uh, is, as you would imagine, with Foster in goal, and then uh, Femenier, Cavaselli, Cathcart, and Messina across the back. And uh, the first change comes in front of those four. Etienne Capoue starts, uh, been one of Watford's most uh, consistent performers this season, well, certainly since Pearson came. I don't think anyone was consistent prior to that. But uh, alongside him today is uh, a return for Nathaniel Chalabar at the expense of Will Hughes, which I don't think will surprise anyone. But is that a, is that a good change, do you think, uh, Kenny? I, I do think it is, because uh, the truth is, the, the way Leicester play, they like to, they've got a lot of pace. Up front, uh, particularly in today's lineup, and uh, there'll be a few Leicester City fans' eyebrows raised when they see what what Rogers is doing today. But um, so much pace and trickery, and and uh, I think that the thing with Hughes is he, he's a he's a great player. You know, he's a great man to have on your team. But what he doesn't have is pace. So uh, he's got Chalabar in there, another big lad, imposing, very very skillful player, and, and they'll be hoping to cut off supplies to, to the likes of Vardy and, and Madison and, and to the wide men. We'll come to that in a moment. So yeah, so in front of them he's got Abdullah Kore again, one of Watford's uh, very consistent performers. And on the right-hand side, Ismail Assar, who has, uh, well, I mean, after a pretty sort of stuttering start under Javi and under Kike's, he's, he's absolutely blown his way into this side and he's been scoring goals and uh, looking every, every bit the Premier League winger. But on the other side, where we've been used to seeing Gerard Delafoe very sadly injured. We've been looking at Pereira, but I think maybe Pearson's uh, patience with Pereira has, has finally run out. 
and you would expect to see Danny Welbeck perhaps in that position on the left-hand side, but not today. Today Welbeck sits on the bench and he has given a start to the young Brazilian uh, João Pedro. What do you think about that, Kenny? I, well, I, you know, it's a gutsy call by Pearson to, to bring that lad on, but, you know, you fight fire with fire in football, and uh, Saar and Pedro have got pace to burn, and uh, to be honest with you, Decore is no slouch, so got three men there that have got a proper turn of pace, so if you hit on the break and you can get men in behind, then those lads will be able to outrun the defenders, at least that'll be the hope. And then, of course, you've got Troy Deeney up front, who... Um, will cause, uh, as usual, a mount of mayhem, presumably, with uh, Soinuchu and, uh, and Evans at the back there. But um, I like it. I think if you're going to take a risk, take a risk out wide. Uh, he's not really going to hurt you if he makes a mistake in that position. Uh, the only th question mark is, will he do the work? Will he track back when he hasn't got the ball? Will he, will he protect the left back? And uh, we'll have to wait and see. OK, so we're going to quickly go over to... Um, to the Leicester City side, the away side, Kasper Schmeichel in goal. Again, a, a very settled back four of Chilwell, Evans, Soanucci and Fuchs. In front of them, uh, we've got uh, Tielemans and Pereira, which, uh, to my mind, might be a little bit lightweight, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. And then, this is the big uh, change from Rodgers. He's playing, well, effectively, he's playing a kind of 4-2-1-3. Madison in the number 10 role, as you would expect, and then... Ahead of him, Ayanachu on the left, Isa Perez on the on the right, and Vardy up front. That's a pretty attacking, it's <laughs> a pretty attacking lineup, Kenny. What do you think about that? I, I I agree with you. I'm not sure that Tielemans and Pereira are necessarily solid enough. Perhaps I mean Tielemans is a is a very very good player, German international, I believe, and uh, he's a box to box man, and uh, you can rely on him. Pereira is a bit more creative, so. What he hasn't got is, is a lot of power and strength in the side to combat Watford. But what he has got is some threat there. I mean, Nianaccio is like a greyhound, so is Perez and Vario. Obviously, he's one of the fastest men in the Premier League. So he'll be hoping to, to sit deep, maybe, um, draw Watford onto them and, uh, and, then, and then hit them on the break. But, um, yeah, I think there's something to... Something good for both teams to aim at there. I think there is a weakness in the centre of that Leicester midfield, and I think it's been exposed in recent times. And uh, we'll see if Etienne Capou and uh, Decore and Chalaban and uh, all the usual suspects can exploit that. But that back five of Leicester is very, very strong, very, very good. And it'll be a question of whether Chilwell and Fuchs just decide to sit today and, uh, and let the three men up front four men up front if you like uh, get on with it or whether they're going to be joining in as well if they do they could get exposed behind but um well fascinating stuff and as i say both teams fighting for something watford trying to get some more points on the board 27 points at the moment looking to get to 30 trying to get to 38 39 points to ensure safety four home games to go and winnable games there so they'll definitely be up for it up for the fight and uh, Leicester obviously trying to keep at bay the challenges of Chelsea and Tottenham and Arsenal and, and hold on to that coveted Champions League spot. Okay great well that's the the, the pre-game build-up we're just waiting for the uh, teams to come out onto the pitch to the uh, strains of Z cars as um, everyone who is a Watford fan will recognise and uh, the ground's filling up nicely it's going to be a good atmosphere a cracking atmosphere I suspect there's a little bit of history obviously between these two there was a game I don't know if you remember it, Kenny, a few years ago. Something happened at the end there. I, I, I wasn't actually here at the game, obviously, but uh, I watched it on the, on the TV and uh, I was absolutely amazed. Uh, first of all, the, the diving was just appalling. But, um, uh, and then the, he, he takes the, 
the penalty. Almunia makes a couple of absolutely fantastic saves, and after that, well, it's Watford Fairbyland. Great. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes after these messages, and uh, we'll be bringing you the first half of this exciting Premier League game. And welcome back to FTRE FM Radio. Just to let you know that we've got a brand new app out called FTRE FM, and you can download that onto your phone or your tablet. And uh, there's lots of great stuff on there, stats and uh, upcoming games and some interviews as well. And uh, I just wanted to also say what a lovely day it is here today at Vicarage Road. And the ground's now pretty much full, the players are in the tunnel, we can see them coming out to the strains of Z cars. And we're looking forward really very much to getting this game underway, aren't we, Kenny? Hi, hi we are. Um, just been looking back at that Leicester City lineup. That's a very, very strange sort of, as you see, it's a kind of 4 2 1 3. Um, certainly got some ambition about it. The question in my mind is whether Perez and Ianacho are going to do a lot of defensive work, and if they don't, then that could leave Leicester cruelly exposed. But um, here are the players shaking hands. That's right, and uh, it's, uh, it's quite a special day today uh, for Troy Deeney. It's one of his kids' birthdays, so he's brought his kid onto the pitch, and um, yeah, he's looking, uh, he's, looking, he's looking very fit at the moment, Troy, and he's been in a great run of form, and uh, obviously he carries the hopes of a lot of Watford fans. So, yeah, there's Mike Dean calling them together, and that's the whistle, and off we go. So Watford are shooting from right to left as we look at it from the gantry here above the Graham Taylor stand, and uh, they'll be shooting towards the Vicarage Road end, but the kickoff is taken by Vardy, pushes it back uh, to Tielemans, and Tielemans immediately kicks it long out to the left in search of Ian Atcher, but it goes over his head for, for a throw-in. So uh, even at this early stage, Kenny, it looks like... Leicester are going to try and get the ball forward as early as they can. Yeah, they will, but that was very misplaced, and Ianacho doesn't look too pleased about it. Obviously worked that out in the training ground, it's not worked, so uh, Watford have got to throw in. And then uh, they're not going to take, uh, certainly not going to rush at this early stage to take a throw in, so uh, Firmenia comes across. Not sure how you're supposed to really say that. I've asked quite a lot of people from Spain, Feminia or uh, Feminia, or anyway, uh, do, do excuse me if I say it wrong. Uh, so he's got the ball now, Kikan, he's looking and uh, he throws it into Troy, up towards Troy Dini, sandwiched between um, Chilwell and Pereira. But he managed to get a little nod on, but he just goes over the top of the defenders and it rolls back and Evans just clears up and passes it back to Schmeichel, who's taking his time. Neither team at this stage seem very willing to press each other, to press the ball. No, I think that's, um, that's probably to do with the, the way they've both set up. They'll be looking to try and draw the other team on not committing too early, trying to hit on the break. And I mean, if they both carry on like this, it's going to be quite a peculiar game, very stretched with uh, defenders having all the time in the world and uh, no one getting up to challenge on the ball. So he's rolled it back out to Evans. Evans is uh, just looking up, seeing if there's a pass on, but it doesn't seem to be, so he just, he just uh, knocks it across to his compatriot there. So I'm not sure. Again, uh, looks up and brings the ball forward almost to the halfway line now and uh, plays it out to his right to Fuchs and uh, Fuchs is looking to get on the ball here and um, looking to maybe do something maybe uh, maybe just find Perez in an advanced position but Kapu's come over now and he is actually pressing the ball so it looks like Watford's tactics is to press the ball in their own half not worry about it too much when it's in the Leicester half and Kapu is uh, oh oh my word that was uh, that was a bit late there from Kapu I don't quite know what he was thinking of he just he just uh, couldn't get the ball off in the first time the second time he just went in very roughly and the ref uh, Mike Dean's coming over to have a look at that and Kapu's apologising and um, 
<laughs> poor old Fuchs is lying there in a heap and he's not, he's not at all happy with Capoue and he's, uh, he's shouting at the ref and saying he should get a card but I, I can't see him producing a card this early no no I mean you know it's just a little bit of rough and tumble there from Capoue's uh, you know this is how it's going to be you're not going to get the, the free run of this place is my house and uh, yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna fight you. We're gonna fight you uh, on every blade of grass if we have to to try and get this win because uh, obviously the relegation fight is very very important to to what for football club to the players as individuals and to the fans. Fuchs is is back on his feet now and uh, yeah, he seems he seems pretty uh, unharmed by uh, by Capu's rather rough treatment. Uh, but it's a free kick and uh, Fuchs looks like he's going to take it right footed and um, a couple of the players have gone up. Tielemans has moved further up, Madison's there on the edge of the box, uh, he's got Vardy on his shoulder and uh, the Watford defenders are getting themselves nicely organised there, Cathcart doing a bit of yelling and shouting and pointing and, and uh, Chalabar's dropped back into a kind of a back three for this free kick which I think is probably one of the reasons he was, he was picked for this game is that he can, he can be quite adaptable and get forward if he needs to but he can also drop back into that back line and he's a big imposing presence having he had the ball away and uh, uh, there's the whistle from Mike Dean and Fuchs looks up and he's going to try and find Madison I would have thought or possibly Inacho on the far side and get him behind and maybe cause some trouble and uh, you know, it's a decent flighted ball um, but uh, Cathcart's there and he heads it but he heads it up in the air which is a bit of a worry and uh, Madison's underneath it Madison's trying to get his chest on it bring it down and he turns and he's a shot that's very weak and uh, and it just rolls through to Foster, who picks it up, and uh, I think um, the rookery end behind Foster's goal there is a bit of a sigh of relief. I mean, this Leicester side can be very, very dangerous, and it'll be very dangerous very quickly, isn't that right, Kenny? Aye, it's absolutely no doubt about that. We've seen it on, uh, on numerous occasions this season, but also in a title winning year. I mean, they're just. There are times when. You know, you took your eye off the ball for a second, just uh, concentration drop for just a few moments and boom, you know, Leicester were ahead. So Watford are going to have to be very, very careful today to make sure that they, uh, they concentrate at all times and keep, uh, keep Jamie Vardy on a very, very short leech. But the, the truth is, these days, with Madison in there as well and Telemans and Pereira to some extent, you know, you've got more than just uh, one focus Obviously, back in the day, they had Mares, and you had to keep an eye on him. But now they've got Madison. He plays much more centrally than Mares did, and uh, he's a very, very fine footballer. And he can shoot from almost anywhere. So Watford are going to have to have to be careful. Yeah. In the meantime, Foster's rolled the ball out um, to Firmino, and uh, Firmino is just trotting up the pitch with the ball at his feet. And he knocks it back into Cathcart, and Cathcart uh, lays it off to Cabaselli, who knocks it across to Messina. Everyone's getting a touch now. Uh, with just a few minutes, these early exchanges, Leicester are dropping deeper and deeper. They're not coming out to to press the ball, which is very, uh, very much normal for Leicester. They don't really like to uh, play a high line against anybody, and they're certainly not going to do it today away from home when they desperately need a win and probably would take a point. Uh, I'm not sure a point is good enough for Watford at this stage, but um, so there's Firmino on the ball. He's, he's he's actually played it into Capu there. Capu is playing on the half turn. It's got quite a nice. That's a good layoff to Decore. Decore has played it. Played it out to Pedro. It's Pedro's first touch on the ball, and he's looking to get in behind. But oh, this is now that's a good tackle. He showed a bit too much of the ball to him there, and uh, it's gone out for a Watford throw-in. But it was good to see the young lad get on the ball there. Ah, he's, uh, he's definitely not uh, any kind of wilting flower, this lad Pedro, is he? He's, uh, he's asking for the ball, he's shouting for the ball, he's finding space. He, he's, he's a lot taller than I, I thought he was. When I saw him on those videos, I watched him when he was at Fluminense scoring some wonder goals for them, when he was just, you know, a baby, still is a baby, but I thought he was quite a short player, but looking at him now, he's right down below us, and, uh, you know, he looks like he's, what, six foot, six foot one, maybe, and uh, there's not a lot of him. I mean, uh, he is a bit of a string bean, as they used to say up north, but... Um, 
Yeah, he's a he's he's a good looking lad, and he, he's definitely up for the fight. So he's taking the he's taking the throw. And as soon as coming over to him, he said, "No, no, no, I take the throw." So um, Pedro passes him the ball and uh, steps away. But no one's picked him up, and he's got the ball back immediately from Messina, and uh, he looks like he's going to go for the byline here. And there goes Pedro, and uh, oh no, that's gone out for a. Yeah, he made one too many step over there. I think from Pedro, he's gone out for a for a goal kick. Oh, you, you're doing my um, you're doing my commentary for me now. That's good. I, I can I can take a rest, Kenny, and uh, I can do a bit of punditry. Although I don't really know what I'm talking about, so I'm going to leave that to you. And I'm going to take over the commentary now. Schmeichel has the ball, and um, yeah, he's, he's putting giving a few directions to Evans and Sonucci, and uh, they're pushing up. They're not going to start mucking about with it in their own box, and I think that's very wise. It's quite windy today, even though it is sunny, and uh, you just don't want to make a mistake this early in the game. And so Casper knocks it long and uh, there's a bit of an aerial battle for it there. Kapu uh, just about gets the top of his head on it but it just drops back into Cathcart and Cathcart is looking to move the ball forward. He, he spreads it out wide again, this time to Messina on the left and uh, Messina has become a, a very important player for Watford uh, under Pearson and seems to be a pretty consistent performer, normally a seven or an eight uh, and, and, and can be better than that even. But here he's just dwelling on the ball a little bit. It's, it's, it's a rather frustrating opening to the game, isn't it, Kelly? There's not a lot going on. No, that's right. I, mean, I think it's back to this thing of both sides are just just waiting, biding their time, playing deep, looking to try and win the ball and play on the break. But if both teams play deep, you can't play on the break, and that uh, means there's a lot of space, particularly in your own half. And uh, yeah, it's a bit of a chess match at the moment, and I'd be interested to see who, who gets impatient first, who tries to do something first. And there's Messina, he's got the ball forward to Dini, but uh, Dini doesn't get any change out of uh, Evans this time. Evans is a uh, big and pleasant centre-half and uh, they've played against each other a few times over the years and uh, I think Evans has probably always got the better of Dini in those high areas, but you, Dini only needs one to win one of them and have someone on the end of it and uh, you know, he can be deadly, so uh, that ball has gone back to Schmeichel off, uh, off Evans' head and he's just uh, playing with it with his, his feet there and he's knocked it out wide to Chilwell who um, has played as we all know, plenty of games for England in the past few years, and Southgate clearly likes him as a left back. It'll be interesting to see who he picks and who gets in that squad uh, for the Euros in a, in a few months' time. So Chilwell's bringing the ball forward, and he's played it into Tielemans, and Tielemans has knocked it out to Iheanacho, who's got his first real kind of meaningful touch on the ball, and he's having a go at Watford's right back, Kiko Femenia, but Femenia is very, very quick, and Femenia is just tracking his run there and he's tracked him all the way down to the corner flag and Ionetro is trying to find a way to, to cut back inside maybe get a crossing but he's, he's, he's struggling a bit so he just uh, he plays it back to Pereira who's come across to to, to let him uh, receive the ball in space and uh, immediately Chalabar is over to Pereira to, to close him down Watford are definitely doing a good job keeping themselves organised here as soon as the ball comes into their own half they're organised they're up they're on their toes they're looking to press the ball and uh, oh he's won it there Chalabar's won it there can he release the ball quickly he can he's hit a lovely ball over the top to Saar and Saar is onto that and Saar is a very dangerous individual here he's, he's looking to get the ball he's cutting inside he's coming inside there and he Chilwell's absolutely nowhere he's looking for Dini Dini's on the penalty spot he passes it to Dini Dini's Oh my God! Oh, what a chance for Dini! What an absolute beautiful chance after after just uh, after just 11 minutes. Dini, uh, oh, with the right foot, and he's just slightly ballooned that, and it's gone up and over. And the Leicester fans are giving him the bird for missing, but that was a very very good chance. It was a great ball from Familiar over the top, and um, and Saar was on it like a shot, and he did very very well. Chilwell was uh, he's no slouch himself, and he managed to sort of almost get back, but he chopped and uh, passed the ball with his right foot. And Dini was just waiting to bury that, and uh, 
he's apologising to Sides, he apologises to all his teammates for not putting that away. That was definitely that should he should have scored there, don't you think, Kenny? Well, I, I mean that was a that was a great great chance for Dini there. Um, well, I mean he'll be very disappointed. That was great work from the young lad Saad and uh, Pedro. I don't know if you noticed, Pedro got up and made a great run as well. So and there was definitely trying to put Leicester under some pressure for the first time Leicester got sucked in onto that Watford defence as you see they were very organised there and pressing the ball and uh, it was Capu in fact um, who, who played that ball Chalabar sorry who played that ball through to Sai he, he won the ball very nicely in that midfield position and uh, yeah that's a warning sign to Leicester they, Kasper Schmeichel's gone absolutely ballistic as you can see <laughs> he does make me laugh he's got very red face now with his blonde hair and uh, he's given the, the centre-backs and the midfielder so he's given them the bird there's no doubt about that uh, he's got the ball in his hand and uh, it's, it's a goal kick to Leicester yeah I mean uh, Oh, what for fans had their hearts and their mouths there. I mean, that was a very, very good chance. And uh, Schmeichel's taking his time here, calming things down. Excuse me while I just have a, a little sip of tea. It's actually quite chilly up here, isn't it, Kenny? All right, once the wind gets off, it's uh, obviously not as, uh, not as cold as my hometown, uh, Colin. But, um, uh, but yes, it's, uh, it's, it's a wee bit chilly. It's not around the gills. So, uh, yeah, you, you have a cup of tea and I, uh, and I can have a, a wee chat. OK, great. Well, that's fine. I have to fit in a little bit warmer. Um, so, where do you think we are so far in this game? Schmeichel is, uh, he's just being attended to actually, he's, um, I think he hurt himself slightly in the dive to try and stop that Deeney uh, shot and he's just uh, he's lying on the ground at the moment, something maybe an ankle there, is that a worry? I don't know, I think he maybe just, when he came back down he just trod a bit funny but I think he's okay, it's just the trainers come on to have a look. They might put a little bandage on that or something. And uh, interesting to see the Watford players are running over to Pearson, getting some direction there. Capu uh, and Decore and Chalabar. And uh, Dini's gone over as well. So uh, they're all taking on some fluid. And yeah, Leicester, Leicester players doing pretty much the same with Rogers. Um, quite a lot of respect between these two, Rogers and Pearson. I don't think there's any. Uh, any niggle between them I think two good managers and what a great appointment that's been for, for Watford uh, Pearson they've been looking dead and buried and uh, Pearson's come in and uh, he's really steadied the ship yeah that's absolutely right and uh, yeah, Schmeichel's back on his feet now so we're looking to get the game restarted but um, it's actually not his kicking foot it looks like it's his standing foot is he going to try and kick it? no no he's going to pass it out to Fuchs on the right hand side and um, that's caught everyone a little bit by surprise but they're all running back into position now and uh, Fuchs is looking to get the ball up into Tielemans. Tielemans lays it off to Pereira and Pereira's looking to get Perez on the ball who's been very quiet so far and he's finally found him. Perez knocks it back inside to Madison. This is quite dangerous for Leicester. This is the sort of position they want to be in but again they have to be careful because if they lose the ball here Watford can pounce and uh, there's Capu and he's pressuring him and uh, Chalabar's come in to, 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 to double up on Madison and, and Vardy's really... A bit of a spectator at the moment, he's, uh, he's sitting there on Cathcart's uh, shoulder but he's got Cabaselli very close to him as well, they're not going to give this boy an inch and they're going to try and cut off those supply lines and yes, Madison's lost the ball there and it's gone back to Kiko Femenia, a nice little pass out of trouble from Chalabar and Femenia's on the ball, he lays it back to Foster and Foster takes his time to bring the ball to the edge of his box and Leicester players are retreating to the halfway line as they have done pretty much uh, throughout the game so far. Now then Foster, is he going to hit it long or is he going to try and find and Decore's come short and he's found him and that's a good, that's a good piece of football there, Decore's on the half turn, he's now behind Chalabar and Capu but in front of the centre backs and he's looking to get the ball uh, into a more dangerous area, uh, Saar is screaming for the ball out on the right and uh, he plays it into Firminia who's come up 
level with him and Familia knocks it down the line to Saar. Saar's got two men on him. Evans has come across to help Chilwell and uh, Saar hasn't got, there's not much, uh, not much happening there. He's, 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 he's sitting on the ball, he's looking maybe to see if he can flick it through and get past them but I don't think it's going to happen this time. Evans is a, a big lad and he throws a big tackle in but he misses Saar but Saar turns and plays the ball back to Familia, plays it inside to Chalabar and Chalabar knocks it down to Kapu and Kapu is uh, is coming forward now. He's bringing the ball forward and he's looking strong and Pereira comes out to meet him but he slips him very very nicely. I think he nutmegs him. Is he nutmeg him? And uh, he's past him and he's looking to get the ball into Decore again, who's who's calling for it. He's got his arms down by his side. He's saying, "Pass me the ball, pass me the ball." And he gets it into Decore. Decore flicks it out to Pedro and Pedro is in good space here. Can he get across in or will he cut inside and get into the box? And he's put it onto his right foot and he's in the box and he's trying to pass the ball and he's got it to Dini. Dini chests it down and, and there's Evans and oh. No, that's, uh, I think that's gone out. Is that a corner? Is that a corner or a goal kick? Uh, again, Dini is causing some trouble. He seems to be finding little pockets of space in the in the box, uh, wouldn't you say, Kenny? I mean, you know, the thing about Joy is that I know him quite well. We've done quite a lot of sort of charity things. We've played a bit of golf together over the over the last few years. We're involved in a few of the same sort of things, raising money for, for kids. And, um, you know, the thing about Troy is he likes to portray himself as this big, ugly sort of, kind of okay footballer who just likes to get in there and mix it up and be the big man but the truth of the matter is Troy Deeney's a very very clever footballer particularly when he's inside the box as you say finding little pockets of space there Evans and Soinucci not quite sure which one should go with him which one should sit back and uh, if the ball had fallen from there he might have got a shot on target so um, yeah a bit unlucky but he's, he's definitely looking bright and uh, actually I think Watford have started slightly better they seem to be moving the ball nice one touch football uh, Leicester playing very, very deep, too deep for my, for my liking. I think they've got the quality. I mean, remember, they, they're in third position in the league. They should be playing as if they're in third position. What for them in 17th? You know, they're, they're, not, they're not playing them uh, with the confidence that you'd expect, but then maybe it's just early early in the game. Yes, yeah, so uh, so far, 18 minutes of, uh, of gone in the game, and it's nil-nil. Watford nil, Leicester City nil. Watford have had one decent chance to Dini, which he just put over the bar, and... Um, and another one there. Anyway, it's uh, it's been deemed to be a goal kick, and uh, Schmeichel, after a bit of wrangling with the with the referee and a couple of Watford players, he's got the ball down and he's uh, going to kick it long this time. And he he kicks it long, looking for Madison, but uh, goes over Madison's head and it goes all the way through to Foster. And I suspect that's um, that's a subject of uh, of the wind here blowing from the Vicarage Road and towards the Rookery, and he slightly misjudged that uh, Schmeichel. It's gone all the way through to Foster. Foster will be delighted about that. He rolls it out straight away to Kiko Fomenia who seems to be having a decent uh, game at the moment they all they all look very relaxed the Watford players they look uh, happy in charge be great for them to get a goal but, um, he's passed it into Kapu Kapu looks imperious as ever is head up looking for a pass knocks it just short to Chalabar Chalabar knocks it back to Cathcart Cathcart goes outside of himself to Adam Cena. Adam Asina, a big lad, isn't he, for a fullback? He's not one of those sort of small, nippy ones like the fellow on the other side of the pitch. He's a, he's a big, imposing uh, fellow, must be over six foot. Um, but he's got good, good feet, good technique, and he's, he's not the ball forward to Pedro. Hasn't seen a, a lot of the ball so far, but he's, uh, he's playing out very wide, and um, he's got the ball there nicely, and he's, he's looking to do something with it. He's not frightened to run it, he's uh, that Fuchs there. Fuchs is stepping off him and, and, uh, and in fact it's Drew and Tiedemann's over to, to, to team up on Jao Pedro they want to try and win the ball there that's really their meat and their, their bread and butter isn't it winning the ball in these positions and then getting it into, in behind for Vardy but they're struggling to get the ball off Pedro and he's looking to maybe and he's always done it yeah look he was looking there I think 
uh, in a very professional way to draw a foul and uh, eventually Evans got a little bit impatient with him and put his foot in and caught him and didn't get the ball and Mike Dean's given the free kick and this is a good position for Watford it's um, I don't know about five yards in from the from the touchline but it's uh, just a couple of yards further out than the 18 yard line and um, it looks like Messina's going to come and take this with his left foot obviously it's a job for Holobas normally Holobas would be taking these uh, but Holobas isn't playing today Kenny what do you make of that uh, well you know he's been great a great player for Watford but he, he can be a wee bit unreliable in the sense that he has got the red mist in him and uh, and they can pick up a booking and he can get the team in trouble so perhaps uh, and also he's 36 I believe 37 and so uh, Messina is 24 and if you're going to build for the future you've got to trust your young players and get them in the, the team and Messina's done nothing wrong in the first, past few games in fact played very very well against Liverpool and uh, so yeah he's got his place on merit and uh, as a left footer he'll be looking to, to swing this into the box uh, some of the bigger men have come up uh, Cabaselli stayed back, but uh, Cathcart's gone forward, Chalabar's gone forward, Capu's gone forward, Kiko Fominia's dropped back, as has Pedro. So uh, that gives a screen just in case there's a breakaway. You know, we're often very vulnerable, aren't we, um, once the set piece has been taken. You know, that's absolutely right, particularly against a team with the pace and energy of Leicester. So here comes Messina. There's been a lot of complaints from the Watford faithful over the past few weeks about the delivery of these set balls and uh, hopefully we can get a much better delivery now from Messina and he he takes its nice in-swinging ball going towards the penalty box and there's Cathcart he heads it oh it's gone over the bar but only by a whisker and Casper Schmeigel was absolutely nowhere it was a good header from uh, Cathcart and he's standing there with his head in his hands it's another chance for Watford a very very good delivery from Messina exactly what the faithful would like to see and Cathcart got his forehead on it and it, was, it had some power behind it but unfortunately just well I mean a couple of inches over the crossbar and uh, it remains nil-nil and Kasper Schmeichel is definitely, um, well, on one of his days today, he's, he's, he's berating the, the players for not picking Cathcart up. He came a little bit late, again it was quite clever, I think Deeney was involved there, did he have a, was he holding on to, yeah he had uh, he had hold of uh, Sonocchi there, <laughs> I think Sonocchi uh, was supposed to pick up Cathcart but Deeney just sort of did a screening move which is totally not allowed but the referee missed it and Cathcart got his head on it and uh, I wonder if they'd have uh, let that go with VAR if that had gone in, but anyway, it didn't go in, so uh, we'll play on. Schmeichel's um, getting redder and redder in the face. He's very, very angry. He's not happy to see. Uh, he's telling his players to, to push out. And in fact, Rogers is telling his players to push out. You can see him from the uh, dugout there. He's saying, come on, push up, push up. You're getting too deep. Uh, presumably something they discussed in the uh, in the days before this game. But uh, you know, it's, uh, it's difficult to see how you can change you know just after 25 minutes suddenly move five yards up the pitch that's a very difficult thing to do collectively isn't it Kenny uh, no it totally is you, you get stuck into a pattern of play sometimes if you're a your team and if you've worked on something sometimes it can go backwards rather than forwards and definitely less they look to be stuck and Inacho and Perez are just like they're like spectators I mean they're doing their jobs they're right out on either touchline hoping to get in behind and find that space uh, in the last third, but at the moment the team is so far away, it would take an absolutely magic pass to find them. And uh, so I think they need to have a, a wee think, uh, Leicester, about the way they're playing and the way they've set up. It's not really working for them, and it's allowing Watford to get a lot of good ball, a lot of possession. By the way, I think that ankle is bothering Schmeichel. Do you think? It does seem to be. He's uh, not exactly limping, but he's definitely wincing when he puts all his weight on it. But anyway, he's kicking this one long, and it's gone up. And uh, Tielemans has won that, and Pereira who is not having uh, a very good game, I don't think, at the moment. Of, of all the Leicester players, he's the one in central midfield who's finding it the hardest to get any space and traction on the ball. But he's got the ball now. 
and he's pinged it out to Perez on the right wing and, and Perez is off and uh, he, Adam Messina's got his hands full here Cathcart's coming across to help him and Chalabar again dropping back into that back, uh, back line to, to help out and that, that's, that's good organisation from Watford and Perez has had to turn back and uh, look for some help and he, he's found Fuchs there on the halfway line and he's laid it back to him but um, yeah, it was a, a glimpse of Perez's pace his ambition and uh, that, was a, that was a good bit of football from Leicester and um, and now here's Fuchs and he plays it inside. Oh my word, Capu, what have you done there? Yeah, no, that will be a yellow card, I think. He's gone in again, this time on Pereira. He's definitely trying to impose himself physically on these two, Tielemans and Pereira, and uh, that time he definitely overstepped the mark, what do you think? <laughs> oh my word. Uh, I wouldn't be at all surprised if uh, they have a look at this. Uh, oh really, you think it might be violent conduct, you might be a red? Well, the referee's booked him there, straight away the yellow card comes out like a... Um, Okay, like he's like he's dealing a poker hand or something, you know, and he's brought it out straight away. And uh, Kapoor's apologising. He went in with the studs showing. I think that's the key thing. If the studs were showing and uh, caught him just on top of his foot, he, he could be in trouble here. Is he? He's looking. Uh, the crowd are not happy. They uh, shouting there. Uh, he's got his hand to his ear, so he's definitely having a wee look. And uh, oh no, there it is on the screen. They're checking for red card, violent conduct, and uh, this will be a difficult moment for Kapoor. Will be worried. We worried, and uh, so will Pearson and all his teammates. It wasn't really that bad a tackle. It was a late. It was an attempt to impose himself on on Pereira, and Pereira is a bit of a lightweight. And he's rolling around like he's been shot, but uh, which doesn't help matters. Although I do think that Mike Dean's got a fairly low um, tolerance to that kind of behaviour, so that might work in Capu's favour. Although it's out of his hands now, presumably. No, he's being asked to go over, so uh, we don't see this very often. He's going over to the screen to have a look at that, and. Uh, the players are staying away from him as they should. There should be no influence in the referee in this situation. So Mike Dean's made the 30-yard jog over to the screen. He's having a look. But also, weirdly, of course, the uh, both both dugouts have got iPads and stuff, so they're looking at it as well, which is a bit strange. I think they maybe probably have to stop that going forward. But he's looking at it. He's look, looking at it from all angles. It does look. It doesn't look great in slow motion, does it? No, that's the problem with these things. I think you should only be able to watch it in real time because when you watch it in slow motion, you see the shudder of the calf muscle and the, and the boot and the, and the expression on the lad's face. You think he's, you know, he's broken his ankle, but no, he's made his decision. He's coming away now, and he's just he's just blown the whistle for a foul and booking stands, and it's no red card. And they flashed that up on the big screen. It says, yeah, no violent conduct, no red card. So Capu's got away with one there. I think that was an orange, as they used to say, you know, somewhere between a yellow and a red. But he's uh, going to have to be on his best behaviour from now on. And that's true. But Capu has a habit of doing this. He likes to lay down a marker, doesn't he? And uh, normally on Will Sahar is one of his favourites. But he. Um, He's, uh, he's, he's a very fine player and he can play within himself when he needs to, but what, what he has done is he's, he's put a couple of big tackles in on those midfielders in, in an attempt to really impose himself, and uh, that's very much a Pearson uh, tactic, I think. He's, he's definitely getting that irascible physical side out of Capu since he's been here. So here's another free kick for Leicester, and we are 27 minutes into this first half, and it's still Watford nil, Leicester nil. Tielemans is going to take this one and he's knocked it full but the wind's caught that one again and that's just gone straight out for a, for a goal kick and uh, there's a lot of whistling and, uh, and cheering and joy from the Watford faithful there in the rookery. It's funny isn't it, Leicester don't seem to be able to kind of get into their game at the moment. No, and I, I do think that has something to do with Capu and, uh, and Chalabar and Decore, those three what you would call central midfielders are definitely imposing themselves physically and taking away the the oxygen of, if you like, of possession from Pereira and Tielemans, who, as I said before the game started, I think that 
there is an element of uh, they're a bit lightweight to be honest with you for a, for a big battle like this and uh, Chalaban and Kapua big big lads and Dakota's quick and he's no slouch either he can put a tackle in so they're struggling a wee bit and Madison's not getting the ball and Vardy hasn't had a touch as far as I think he said one has he had one touch no he hasn't no no so the, the chap sitting next to me with the stars telling me no touch for Vardy so far so he really is a passenger and uh, Rogers is going to have to sort that out in the next few minutes I think if he's going to try and get an advantage Foster kicks the ball forward and uh, Chalabar goes up and he gets uh, he gets his top of his head on it. It goes down to Dini, who uses his chest to shield the ball from Evans. And so Anichu coming in from the other side, he lays it back to Etienne Capu, who lays it sideways to Decore. And Decore is looking to get Pedro on the ball, and he puts it between Soinucci and Fuchs. And uh, Pedro, like, lightning onto that, and he's in a very good position now. And the defenders are running towards their own goal. Can he can he find a, a decent final ball? And he's he's, he's tried to put it in, but uh, Soinucci is not that out for corner. It's Watford's first corner of the game, and there's some cheering. There hoping to see Messina come down maybe with his left foot and swing that one in and uh, see if he can, he can cause a bit more mayhem. Schmeichel again is uh, he's furious, he's organising his troops at the back there. So I mentioned he's, he's actually giving him some back, which is um, probably on one. He's never shout back at a goalkeeper, I think that helps. And, uh, and uh, so they're riding up for this, uh, for this, for this corner. And uh, Messina is going to be the one to take. He's got both hands raised and uh, he kicks the ball. Right up in the air, the wind does catch it, and it's it's a bit of a hanger there. There's no one. It's going to take a while to come down this ball, and there's Cathcart, and he's he's nodded it back across the box, which is very dangerous. But uh, yeah, Evans is there, dependable as ever, and Evans kicks it long uh, to the shouts of hoof from the Watford faithful, and uh, that's gone down and back and all the way back to Cabaselli, who um, has taken the ball down and knocked it back to Foster, and Foster is just sitting on the ball and waiting for things to reorganise themselves. He is going to knock it out to Kiko Femenia and uh, Femenia knocks it into Chalabar. But, uh, oh, Chalabar's lost the ball there and that's bad news. M Madison's on the ball there and he's, he's, he's looking to lay it into Vardy. He's laid it into Vardy. He's gone straight between Cathcart and Cabaselli and Vardy's on the ball. He's one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper and this has got to be a goal. He's surely he's going to score and then come Foster's come out. It's, oh my word, what a fantastic save from Fester. Foster's got his left hand to it. He's pushed it out and Cathcart's put it behind for a corner. But what an incredible save that was. I would have put my house on Vardy scoring. He opened up his body. He was looking for the far post and Foster somehow read it and he saved it and it's an absolutely fantastic save. That's exactly the way Leicester like to score goals and Vardy was in behind and his pace and his, uh, his, his deadly, normally deadly one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper but Foster did something absolutely fantastic and a great save and he's kept his, his team in the match. He's kept it at nil-nil and you'd be very, very pleased with his work there, wouldn't you say, Kenny? I am... Um, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a classic Leicester move, Watford... Uh, Play the ball into Chalabar. Chalabar doesn't realise that uh, he's got Madison right, right behind the man on, and uh, he nicks the ball off him. And as soon as he's got it, he's, he's off. And uh, both Cathcart and Cavaselli turn to try and uh, get back, but it's too late. The ball's played, and Vardy's well onside there. There's, there's no question of him being offside, but he's so quick. He's uh, like a terrier, and uh, he's coming in from an angle, so that helps Foster a little bit. And Foster comes out very quick, and I think I can see what he's done here. And this is great goalkeeping from Foster. He's come out very, very quick to force Vardy to make a decision. Then he's dropped back two or three two or three steps and waited to see what Vardy's going to do. And then when Vardy opens his body as he does onto his right foot to try and push it across the goal into the far post, Foster reads that perfectly. Two steps forward, sprints, makes himself big and his left hand there just uh, stops the ball from going into the net and Cathcart quick as a flash puts it out for a corner. So Leicester have a corner here and uh, we currently have... 31 minutes on the clock and it's still Watford nil, Leicester nil, but that was uh, certainly Leicester's best chance in this half. 
And uh, so there's Madison. He's going to he's placing the ball down in the quadrant. Linesman standing, uh, sorry, assistant referee standing uh, standing next to him, and uh, he's looking, uh, just waiting there. To the wind is troubling that ball in the quadrant, moving it a little bit. He's, he's, he's dug his heel in there, and he's trying to find a little spot for the ball. He can get his foot under it and lift it. Very, very good striker of a dead ball, Madison, and very, very good player. And surely he'll be on the uh, on the bus uh, to the Euros. Aye, well, he'll, he'll not have to travel far. Most of England's games seem to be at Wembley. <laughs> and here comes Madison. He takes the ball, and that's a that's a that's a that's a decent delivery. It's gone to the far post, but um, yeah, Messina's there to head it away for another corner on the other side. And Leicester, is it going to be? Yeah, Madison's just jogging over. Yeah, seem to be quite good spirits here between these. Uh, these two sets of players, they seem to be chattering, trying to concentrate, pull each other off, but it's all done in, in good spirit, apart from a couple of very nasty tackles from Capri. It's been a pretty clean game, Kenny. I, 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 I know these sides are really dirty sides you wouldn't see, do you? They you know, can be quite physical, they're in a relegation battle, they're looking to fight hard for possession and, 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 and to make sure no one scores against them. Keep a clean sheet here would be, uh, would be a very big achievement. And, and Leicester under Rogers, you know, this is, a, this is a side that likes to play the ball, likes to move the ball first touch and uh, give and go. And this is not a physical team. It's not like uh, the championship winning side when they had Huth and Morgan and uh, yeah, they were a lot more physical then, but uh, they're very easy on the eye, Leicester. So here comes Madison again with the corner from the other side, down in the corner between the Graham Taylor stand and the Rookery. Madison's got his one arm, his right arm raised. Harry the Hornet's uh, in close proximity to Madison. Not sure he's supposed to be there, really, banging his drum, but Madison doesn't seem to care. And he takes the ball and so on. It's his header. It's, oh, it's a, it's a good header, but uh, it was always going wide, wide of the, uh, of the post. Uh, Foster seemed to maybe have that covered. So on it's dangerous, isn't he, at, at corners? Oh, he is. And what a bargain. I mean, to bay this lad for however much it was, it was very little and um, I know that a couple of other teams were in for him but he chose Leicester and uh, he chose wisely because Rogers is really getting the tune out of him and he's playing every game and that's the thing you want when you make a big move, you want to be in the starting 11 you don't want to be on the bench so yeah, he's been he's been absolutely great for them Foster now with the ball at his feet looking to maybe hit it long to Deeney Deeney hasn't done a lot, he's had a couple of chances but apart from that he's been quite quiet in this game, waiting to uh, to pounce possibly and Foster just kicks it forward and uh, as Decore manages to trap it on his chest you see the space he's finding there I mean this is Decore, Decore is so good he lays it back to Kapu and he moves forward and gets the ball back from Kapu and uh, then he lays it out to Ishmael Asar now what can he do here he's got Chilwell again on him he's making Chilwell's day a little bit difficult <coughs> excuse me <coughs> and um, He's looking to get outside him there. So, oh, that's a nice bit of skill there. He's cut inside him with a, what looks like a kind of little Rabona pass to himself. And he's cut inside and now he's getting into the box and uh, Evans has had to come over and Evans has ushered the ball out for the corner. And it's uh, it's very much end-to-end -end stuff at the moment, isn't it? I, I think it's, it's this weird thing of both teams trying to play deep and hit on the, on the counter. So there's so much space in midfield, so much space on the wings. Uh, but uh, at the business end of both um, both ends of the pitch, there's, uh, there's a lot of congestion and... Uh, yeah, he couldn't really find a way to get a ball across into a dangerous area, but he, he does look very good, this young Senegalese lad. Very confident on the ball, very very easy on the eye, and uh, he's got some pace about him, there's no doubt about that. So um, it looks like he may be taking the... Is he going to take the uh, corner there? I don't know, they're having a bit of a discussion about it. Uh, Kiko's come up from right back to, to maybe to take it. 
<coughs> Messina's definitely not going to take this one and uh, well Kiko's just laid it very quickly off to Sar while they were having a discussion unless the City players are complaining that there was no whistle but that's a perfectly valid corner as far as I can see and Kiko's got Sar with him there and uh, he's got up to the corner of the D or the corner of the uh, the penalty area excuse me and he's laid it back into Sar who's uh, got Chilwell again <coughs> policing him this time he does get a cross in but no there Kasper's gone up and he's that's a good catch it's a decent catch under pressure from Kasper Schmeichel and uh, and the, and the score remains nil-nil here at Vicarage Road and the atmosphere has slightly died hasn't it um, it's got a bit quiet I, I think that's perfectly natural you know the beginning of the game the crowd get right behind the team and then you know it has to go back and forth the team have to give the, the crowd something to cheer for and to get behind them for and uh, the game has gone a wee bit flat I think has it not it has a little bit I think as you say the tactics of both managers has slightly added to that we're now 36 minutes in, we've got nine more minutes before half-time and uh, this is a bad time for any team to concede a goal. Oh aye, I mean you really don't want to concede a goal before half-time, it gives the opposition a massive lift and you, they go in feeling like they've done their job and particularly if the away team score. But here we are, excuse me, I think I've got your cough for some reason. <coughs> That's alright, don't you worry, Kenny. I'm you're doing a fine job and it's great having you here. I'm very much enjoying your company this afternoon at Vicarage Road. So. Uh, we're just looking now, Kasper Schmeichel is bouncing the ball in front of him, that ankle still seems to be bothering him a little bit, and I have to say Pereira is also not moving that well, I think that, that, that foot stamp, uh, dare I call it that, from Capuz, uh, left a little bit of a mark on him, but I guess that was its intention. Oh aye, you know, you, you, you don't mind getting into a player, getting into his head, making, making him think that he's, you know, he's going to get a battering if he, if he does anything, so... Who's done his job there? He's taken one of his one of the Leicester players. Certainly dropped his level down from you know down to seventy percent. And Pereira looks like he could easily come off at half time. I think if I was Rogers, I'd be thinking about bringing on uh, a substitute for him, someone maybe with a bit more uh, physical presence. But um, at the moment, things are fine. Both both teams would be reasonably happy, I think, with the way they're playing. Great save from Foster. That should have been one 0 Terrible miss from Dini. That should have been one 0 It should probably be one all in this game, but it's uh, it's nil nil. So here's Schmeichel and he's rolled the ball out to uh, Fuchs on the right hand side and Fuchs is uh, looking to just play the ball across uh, to Sonichu who is uh, he's a big presence isn't he, he's got his massive uh, shock of black hair, he's got broad shoulders and uh, yeah he's quite an, uh, quite an I wouldn't want to play against him would you Kenny? <laughs> no no he's a, he's a fine centre back and also he's got a goal in him and um, yeah, he's very, very good from, from set pieces. Uh, he's strong and uh, important, so yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a good player, a great find, as I've said before, a bargain, I think, one of the bargains of the season. So he's laid the ball off to Evans again, you could argue, uh, another bargain, a great centre-back partnership for Leicester, which is one of the reasons they're so high in the league, and he's now they get off to Chilwell, the England left-back, and things have really slowed down now, haven't they? Uh, <laughs> they really have. It's, it's almost walking football there, Colin. Uh, not sure uh, how we're going to uh, try and inject some interest and pace into the game as a half time approach because I think both teams are going to be very cautious about uh, giving the mistake away and what for it's saying in their lines of uh, 4 2 and then 3 and Dini in the centre circle. Uh, it's quite a fluid system, but. Um, it's, it's, it's good to see the two young lads doing their work as well. I, I have noticed that during the first half. So one of the reasons Leicester haven't been able to get the ball into Inacho and Perez is that both Pedro and Saar have been doing the hard work, getting the ball, getting in behind the ball and not letting the letting Leicester get in behind them and exposing the, the two fullbacks. So, I, you know, good luck to them. And that's obviously Pearson's influence, but they're two young lads, two very quick forward-thinking players, and you'd expect them 
to, to, to struggle a little bit with the defensive side of the work, but not a bit of it. They're doing very well. Yeah, nothing's uh, happened actually. The ball seems to have uh, burst, and that's why uh, Kenny was able to just uh, say those those few words. Um, they're trying to find a replacement ball. I know it's burst, and something wrong with it anyway. And um, Evans has got it in his hand. And uh, of course, the other thing about Evans is uh, he's captain, and um, he's captain today. And uh, you know, when you buy someone like Evans, you don't only buy a good centre back; you're buying a leader. Absolutely right. And uh, all teams need them. You know, Watford have got Kapu. Uh, you could argue, obviously, Dini. And, uh, and and you could see uh, Foster at the back, the leaders in the side, you know, the spine of that side is very experienced, but you can hear, you know, you look at, uh, at Evans, at Casper Schmeichel won a title and, you know, you've got some, some leaders on the pitch where they don't have leaders, it seems to me today, and it's really starting to hurt them a little bit, it's right there in the centre of the park, we've got some young foreign lads there playing and uh, Madison who is still a kid, but also his job is to get forward and uh, we're struggling to find a new ball, what's going on there? Oh there, there it comes, yes, someone's going to match him and found one and uh, referee's having a look at it and yeah, that seems fine, so he's, he's, he's going to just uh, let Troy Lee knock the ball back to Kasper Schmeichel and then we'll get going again and uh, it's been an interesting half to watch. It's been uh, tactical, technical, you could say. There's been a, two or three good chances, a couple of uh, big tackles, and one use of VAR, which uh, we were hoping we don't see. Is that right? You're not a big fan of VAR, are you? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I just think football's football. Let the refs and the linesmen make the decisions. More for goal line technology. Goals are such a premium in football, but um, I'm not. I'm not a fan of VAR intervening like this on every single little decision. Not even offsides, you know, you're not a fan of it. If it's clear, if it's a clear mistake, then yes. But if it's a toe or half a foot, no. If the goal, if, if Lionel doesn't see it, then the goal stands, that's my view. No, those are wise words, and I think I'm, I'm not going to express my own opinion because um, the bosses at this station will probably tell me off, so I'm going to remain impartial on the subject of VAR. Uh, Swagger has the ball, and he's, uh, he's knocking it out to... Uh, uh, into, uh, into Evans there, he picks the ball up and Watford aren't pressing the ball at this stage. There's just three minutes to go for half-time and uh, Dini's dropped back and, as you say, Pedro and Sars, we noticed that well. They've, they've dropped back uh, quite deep now to protect uh, Messina and Femenia there uh, to make sure there's no way through and Leicester seem to have almost not given up but there's a languidness to their play. There's not much energy. It's all a bit slow. One, two, touch. Tiedemann has the ball now and he passes it to Pereira but not with much energy. He doesn't move. He just passes it, waits to get it back. He gets it back. He passes it into Madison who knocks it back to him. There's not a lot going on. Inacho and uh, Perez are standing on the on various when they've been standing on the touchline waiting to uh, to get into the game. Vardy uh, has had one touch very nearly scored. But again, he's well marshaled by both Cathcart and Cavasani. They're not giving him an inch. They're not even really letting him get into the penalty box because obviously he gets in there and you can foul him very easily. He's such a tricky player. But the ball has now been passed back to Evans and Evans has knocked it sideways to Sorinucci. Sorinucci's played it out to Fuchs at right back and he's knocked it across the park. And it's all being played really pretty much in Leicester's half with Watford just standing in lines of four lines of four, two, three and, uh, and one, uh, very well organised and uh, yes, it's, it's, a, it's more of a four-five-one at the moment, isn't it really, Watford's lineup? No, that's what happens when they haven't got the ball, the, the two lads drop back, to Corday drops back, and Chalabar and Kapu move up a little bit and they make a five there and uh, that's very difficult to play against, but it's very, very flexible when they get the ball, it very, very quickly turns into a, into a two-three-one. And uh, the two young lads out way just like hares, aren't they? They run off and uh, find space and uh, hope that someone can find them. 
So there's been a foul there. Kapu's come forward and he's, he's just slightly nicked him as he was taking the ball, but uh, it wasn't really anything serious because it was done at walking pace. So uh, Madison's got the ball. He, but, uh, and Watford have dropped back a little bit onto the edge of the 18-yard line, but they don't look to be knocking it in. He's knocked it sideways to Tiedemans again. And really, it seems like they're running the clock down. Just a, a one minute to go now before half-time and uh, here comes the fourth official and uh, yeah, he's indicating there's just one minute of injury time at the end of this half. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed watching some of the play. There's been some good technical play, particularly from, uh, I think, Kapu and Chalabar. They've marshaled their forces very well in the centre there and uh, made it very difficult, but equally at the back of uh, the Leicester side, Schmeichel's having a good game and uh, Evans and Soinucci look solid as a rock. How do you think the game can change in the second half? I don't know. Something's got to happen. You know, it's... Uh, this is not a good result for either team. Neither would be happy with a point, particularly Leicester, perhaps more so than Watford. What is an attack on? Oh yeah, so there's so Kapu's got the ball. Kapu is really driving this game forward. So far, he's been the absolute general, the midfield general in that Watford team, and he's laid the ball out to Sar. Sar could go, but no, he checks. He checks. He doesn't take Chilwell on on this occasion. He checks and he plays the ball back to Firmino. Maybe he's looking for the ball over the top, but Firmino passes it into the corner. That's a good pass. And now the ball's played through and Sarr is in behind Chilwell and Chilwell's just got no answer to his pace. He's electric and he's cutting inside. He's coming along the byline now. He's looking for Deeney. Deeney's screaming for the ball and he gets the ball and Deeney hits it near. Oh, oh, that's a... That's, uh, that's unlucky for Dini. He's hit the ball there. He's hit it pretty cleanly, I think. But it's just come off uh, Soinichu's back. I don't think he knew much about it. And uh, it went out for a, all the way out for throw-in, which is uh, extraordinary. And uh, we're coming up to uh, the last few seconds of the first half. And again, Dini there, just a little bit calmer, maybe a little bit more clinical. He could have... He could have uh, I think he could have just played that across the keeper, maybe. But it came to him very, very quickly and he did get a decent strike on it, but uh, Soinucci just got back in time to knock it out for that throw. And um, Kiko's come up to take that. Uh, Firmini's come up to take that throw in and, uh, and he's taken it. And, uh, yep, there's the whistle. There's Mike Dean's whistle for half-time. It's uh, 45 minutes, not much incident, but a decent tactical battle. I don't think anyone can complain about the quality of the football. It's been pretty good at times, but uh, the last 10 minutes has been pretty dire, hasn't it? been pretty slow and... Uh, cautious and no one really looking to take a risk what, is, what are your final comments on the first half Kenny? I, I think you're right I think it goes back to this this uh, thing of both teams setting up to hit on the break <laughs> it's uh, always difficult you want one team pressing and you want one team trying to hit on the break that, that can create excitement normally that happens once a goal has been scored of course and the team that's uh, gone behind has to come out but in this instance it's been very tactical but I would say that for my mind Watford have been the slightly better side and uh, they've slightly dominated that midfield area and I think we're just going to have to have a look at that because Pereira's done absolutely nothing, he's looked awful. Telemans is, is plowing a lone furrow there in midfield and uh, Kapu and Chalabar and Decore are hunting like a like in a pack uh, when they need to and then dropping off and protecting the back four when they need to do that as well. So Watford have been organised, good, created a couple of chances, haven't taken them which has been the story of their season so far I believe and uh, left had one great chance and, and Foster came to the rescue so it's been a good half and I'm, I'm looking forward to my cup of tea and my, my pie and uh, hopefully uh, an entertaining second half. Thank you very much, Kenny. Great to have you here. Really enjoyed your company so far uh, this afternoon. And uh, I'm going to throw you back to the studio now at uh, FDR, FDR EFM Radio and um, we'll, uh, we'll be here ready for the second half in about 15 minutes.
Welcome back to FDRE FM radio for the second half of Watford FC versus Leicester City here at Vicarage Road. The weather is starting to uh, starting to change somewhat. It's looking a little bit darker over overhead, and there's a, definitely a slightly threatening look to the skies. And hopefully, we're going to get a much better second half in terms of action and goals than we did in the first half. And alongside me is Kenny McPhee, who has been helping me with the tactical aspect of the game and the, the ebb and flow and explaining some of the things that uh, as a as a player he understands things he sees that we as laymen and supporters don't often see so uh, Kenny first half interesting nil nil what are your thoughts I just think that uh, someone's got to take this game by the scruff of the neck and um, move the ball forward a bit more with a bit more ambition I think Leicester have tried to play this three up front that hasn't really worked in that show and Iosi Perez just don't look like natural wide men and um, they seem a bit stuck out there, not sure what to do. Vardy's barely touched the ball, he had one great chance but Ben Forster came to the rescue there. So it seems to me that that midfield needs to, to, to be changed and uh, maybe they can get back in the game. At the moment Watford are very, very comfortable defending against them and, uh, and also creating better chances which unfortunately they weren't able to take. We're just hearing news actually of a change in the Leicester City lineup. Um, Pereira, who um, uh, well didn't exactly have a brilliant first half, particularly after he was clattered into by Etienne Capu, who was perhaps a little lucky to stay on the pitch, but he's been replaced at half-time by Danny Drinkwater, which I think uh, seems like a sensible thing. What are your views on that, Kenny? I absolutely think that's a perfect thing to do. I mean, the thing about Danny Drinkwater is a box-to-box midfielder, come in and be tough. He'll, he'll snap into tackles, he'll protect the back forward. He, he, he probably will be enable that team to get forward a bit more. The midfield, particularly Tielemans, stuck in front of his back forward, doing absolutely nothing really. And uh, they need to take on Capu because Capu is absolutely dominating the uh, midfield at the moment. Yes, that's right, Etienne Capu's had a, a very good first half of Watford's really dictated things, been their, been their general in midfield. Um, here come the players uh, back onto the pitch and the crowd are are very much up for this. I think the Watford fans, um, their team will be shooting towards the rookery in the second half. It's always a, always a good relationship, particularly between the skipper Troy Deeney and, the, and that particular stand. They love him there. He's an absolute legend and uh, they'll be hoping he can he can pop up and do something special for for the club and, uh, and for them this sunny afternoon. Well, sunny, I say sunny, it's looking a bit a bit gloomy now, isn't it, Kenny? Aye, that's right. It looks, uh, well, it looks a bit like the, the Sunday afternoons of my youth and uh, just outside Glasgow with a, Sunny one minute and absolutely boring with Reef the next, and I think we may be in for a bit of that, Colin, if, uh, if we're not careful. And it's also got a way colder. I don't know what the temperature is, but it's uh, just towards the end of February now, and uh, aye, aye, it's pretty chilly up here, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, we could be sitting somewhere warmer, couldn't we? So in, a, in a box somewhere. Uh, but uh, here we are. We're wrapped up well, and we're going to bring in the second half as the game is just about to kick off with Troy Deeney knocking it back to Etienne Capoue who plays it sideways to Nathaniel Chalabar, who knocks it forward in the direction of Ishmael Saar. Chilwell is there and uh, gets in front of Saar, manages to bring the ball down on his chest, and he's looking just to knock it inside. Well, it'll be interesting to see if Leicester do have more ambition in this in this second half. Chilwell's still on the ball there, and he's, he's knocked it inside to Sainchu, and Sainchu passes it sideways to Evans, and, and they have dropped straight back into, into the pattern of play in the first half, Kenny. Right, they have uh, still again slow and uh, a little bit ponderous, but uh, we'll see. It's early days. So now Evans has the ball and he's looking to uh, to knock it out to Fuchs, but the Watford have moved up and uh, they seem to be the team that have moved up the pitch a little bit. There's 
Decore has come up to almost to join Dini in, uh, in just uh, with the two wide men, Pedro, the youngster from Brazil, and Ismael, Ismael Assar, the youngster from, Sen uh, from Senegal, just also pushing up there, trying to hold Leicester in their half. And there, here comes Capu now, and he's, he's on the shoulder of Drinkwater, who's just received the ball, and Capu's nicked that ball off him, and he's done well there. That's a, that's a, that's a great interception by Capu, and uh, Decore's calling for it, and he passes it to him, and he plays it back straight to Capu, plays it out wide to, to Ismael Assar, and Assar is, is driving into the box there. Chilwell comes in, and he's, it's, oh, it's a tackle, he's appealing for a penalty, is it a penalty? They, the, uh, the referee waves that away, he's waved that away, There's, uh, the rockery is absolutely howling, it's gone away for a corner, but they're howling for a penalty, they're saying that Chilwell had some contact there with his man, so what are you thinking about that, Kenny? I, I don't, know, don't know him, he went down very easily, did he not? But uh, he drove at enormous pace into the box and Chilwell came to meet him and... Uh, yeah, he went over very, very easily, and uh, well, Mike Dean's having none of it. He's, uh, he's not even referring it to VAR as, as far as we can see. He's given the corner though, and um, Dean's gone up to him now, and he's saying, you know, you've got to have a look at that. That's what VAR's for. I'm not sure he should be doing that. He might get a booking if he keeps going in that direction. But uh, Dean, Dean is just uh, referee's just waving him away and saying, get on with the game. That's no penalty, and uh, I have to say, I probably agree with him. What you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell from. Uh, well, we, we haven't seen a replay of it, but. Um, yeah, maybe he did go down a little bit easy, perhaps looking for it, had his feet out in front of him like that with his chest up and waiting for any kind of contact so he could go down. But uh, again, a good, a good attack and Kapu closed the ball down. You could see they moved as a team then. No, they moved up as a team. The two wide men with uh, Decore joining Dini to, to press those centre-backs and Kapu coming in to pick up Drinkwalker and they won the ball and they won it high and it was very, very dangerous and Leicester a bit lucky to escape there. Slightly better move, slightly better final ball and Watford would have been in possibly for 1-0. But here's the corner. Adam has seen this trotted over. He's taken his time, I have to say. There's no, seems to be no rush amongst these Watford players at the moment. And um, Harry the Hornet's there in the corner banging his drum and uh, the fans are are singing there and hoping to see something. Here comes the, the ball, the left-footed Messina, crosses the ball into the box and um, and yes, he's uh, it's been headed away there by Solinchu, who rose uh, extremely well and um, yeah, the ball's back into midfield but it's been picked up there by Cabaselli who's, who's crept forward and uh, is also inside the Leicester City half and he's looking for a pass and he knocks it out to his compatriot Cathcart who plays a cross-field pass to Jao Pedro. Now, what can the boy do here? He's got a little bit of space in front of him. Fuchs has come out to join him. Drinkwater's uh, covering every blade of grass at the moment since he's come on and he's come out to join him, but he's, he's flicked it through there. He's done well. He's kept hold of the ball and he's, he's pushing Fuchs back to the byline. Can he, can he get some help from somewhere? And now Messina's come to join him. He's laid it back to Messina and Messina is really looking forward. Watford are putting some pressure on here. He's passed it across to Decore. Decore turns and lays it off to Capu. Capu knocks it back to Cabaselli who plays, sprays it wide to his Melissar on the right-hand side of the pitch they're moving the ball very beautifully at the moment, Watford, and Watford are really starting to apply some pressure. Leicester are keeping their shape and organised, but uh, this is this is tough. And Ismailisar here is on the ball again, and he plays it into Decore. Decore turns, and he, he he drops the ball in to Dini, straps it on his chest just on the outside of the D there, and he wants to play a pass, but there's no one obvious to pass it to, so he turns with his back to goal, and he holds up possession, and he lays it back to Capu, and Capu knocks it back out to Pedro. This is good stuff from Watford. Watford are playing very, very well at the moment, and looking to get that opening, and Pedro drives into the box again, and uh, he looks to cross it, oh, there's an interception there, and that, uh, that has gone out for another corner, and Watford really starting to apply the pressure in these early seconds of the second half. Kenny. Aye, that's very good, that's very good. It's exactly what I thought Leicester would be doing. 
that's the, that's the sort of football Leicester uh, should be playing. They, you know, they're, they're third in the league. They should have a confidence to come forward and play like that. But no, it's a team that's threatened with relegation. They've come out with a spring in their step from a good first half performance and. Uh, and well, they're playing well, getting everybody on the ball, wide men, men through the middle, even the centre-backs are there just to, to, to recycle the ball. It's, it's very good stuff and hopefully we're going to see something good from Watford in, in the next few minutes. Kasper Schmeichel is not looking like a happy man, is he? No, he hasn't. He's not, he hasn't looked happy all game. I think he's, he's felt that the team have played much too deep at times and uh, with uh, those, uh, those central midfielders, Tielemans and now Drinkwater, just sort of pushed back against the back four and Solentu and Evans just fighting a rearguard action. And, uh, and this time it's Jao Pedro to take the corner. It's a good one. It's coming into the penalty box and it's dropped in there and it's, it's kicking around and uh, they've tried to clear. I think that's Solentu's tried to clear it. it. It struck someone's hand. There's an appeal for, for a penalty there from Watford, but I, I can't see what's happened. The ball's come flying out and it's, uh, it's actually for many who's picked it up on the halfway line and he's knocked it back in and there's Deanie and he's, he's well he's well I mean I don't know but he seems like he was held there but he's appealing to the referees outside the box not a penalty a free kick but uh, the ball's gone loose and Decore's picked it up and he's knocked it back out to Ismail Lassar Watford really applying some pressure here and he's crossed it in but uh, Kasper Schmeichel's come out and he's claimed that one very well uh, Schmeichel seems to be the calm epicentre of that Leicester defence and uh, he's bouncing the ball and uh, letting everything calm down as the Watford players retreat some of them back into their own half as the as the game slows down again and Kasper Schmeichel is sparking orders that uh, put a good spell of pressure there from Watford and uh, there'll be fans there in the rookery and will be hoping to see see that ball hit the back of the net at some point and uh, Leicester will hopefully be thinking about coming out and maybe trying to get on the ball a bit more but at the moment they're very much trapped in their own third. Aye, that's right. And, uh, Schmeichel seems to be doing some good work. He's calming everyone down. He's uh, telling people what to do to get back into position. He's rolled the ball out now. Yes, he's just rolled the ball out to Soyuncu, who uh, is not having one of his best days, although he has made a couple of decent clearances. One completely by accident in the, in the uh, fir end of the first half uh, from Dini, which came off his back and went out for a, a throw-in, amazingly. Um, but Soyuncu's got the ball now, and he's looking to get it forward to Drinkwater. Now, what can Drinkwater do? Can he can he really start to dictate play here in this central midfield? Kapu's come, of course, crunching tackle, and Drinkwater's gone down, but he, he got all the ball there, Kapu. I mean, he's really, really seems to be up for the fight at the moment. The referee's blown the whistle. He has given a free kick to Leicester there in the, in the centre circle, and he's had a chat with Kapu, and he's told him, I think, that's the last one. So he does have to be careful, but I haven't seen anything wrong with that, do you? No, no, that's just a good midfielder's tackle. That's just got in the way of Drinkwater. He put his foot firmly on the ball and the ball's got out sideways and can't see that's even a free kick but Dean's got his eye on Kapu and he has to be careful I've, I've been in that situation many times myself with referees uh, yeah, indeed Kenny you were known uh, as a bit of a tackler in your time and um, held the record in Scotland for red cards in a single season is that right oh, yeah, it's not something I like to talk about too much but uh, one season I've got four red cards uh, in, uh, in one season but I think Morales is going to overtake me in that regard so that's a record I'll be happy to see the back of but yes uh, when you get a reputation for being a bit tough in the tackle you do get referees uh, keeping an eye on you okay so here's a free kick and Drinkwater is over the ball He's, they seem a bit unsure what to do this is the problem for Leicester isn't it look uh, Inacho is out there on the left Perez on the right and they, one of them needs to come in and help Vardy because Vardy really has been a passenger a complete spectator in this game so far apart from his one great chance Drinkwater plays it sideways short to Tielemans Tielemans is driving forward there's a bit of space in front of him there and Drinkwater is staying back and protecting the back four and Fuchs has come up and Tielemans has found him with a decent pass it's cut out uh, a couple of Watford players there has gone between them and he's on the ball now and he's, uh, he's got Adam Messina with him but Adam Messina's been playing well and he's, he's just 
He's just ushering him down the touchline towards the corner flag. Massini's not letting him cut inside. He knows how dangerous Fuchs can be. And uh, if Fuchs tries to, tries, tries to cross it, he'll be there. If he cuts back inside, he'll also be there. And it's, it's a good tussle, this, between the two of them. Fuchs uh, stops and comes back up the line, looking for help. Then he's trying to cut inside, and uh, yeah, that's a good tackle from Massini. The ball's gone out for a throw-in. And um, again, Leicester now starting to show a little bit more, maybe. But uh, I suspect there's going to be another change fairly soon because this system just is not working for Leicester. They can't penetrate through the middle. They can't get round the sides. They're really struggling. They haven't got a big man up front to knock balls into. So it's not going for them at the moment. And um, Fuchs with the throw in. He throws it back to Evans. And Evans passes it uh, sideways to Sarnacci who drops it into Drinkwater. They've got plenty of space here in the central third of the field with Watford really just waiting to see how Leicester come forward before they close them down. And uh, they've been... Very organised Watford in this second half already and look the, the most likely, but Leicester on the ball now with Drinkwater and Drinkwater passes it out wide. He's, uh, he's looking for Iheanacho there on the left wing and Iheanacho picks the ball up. He, he wants to cut inside. He's, he's definitely more of a central attacker uh, normally, but he's been asked to play this role and he's doing his best. He's cut inside and he's, he's actually played it through to Vardy then. That's quite a good ball. He's straight at the eye of the needle there and Vardy's on the ball looking to try and get in the box, but they're determined not to let him get in the box because he's so good at winning Winning, uh, uh, winning fouls and penalties, and uh, and there's Cathcart just sticking to him like glue. And Cabaselli's come over. There's really anywhere for Vardy to go. He's he's corralled there, around about the left-hand side of the D. And Vardy looks to to recycle it. And uh, tackle comes in, and he and he goes down Vardy. But uh, oh, he's, he's wave play on, and Capu's on the ball now. And now this is an opportunity for Watford possibly. He's wave play on. The Leicester players are, 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 are absolutely certain there was a foul on Vardy there, but Capu's played the ball into Decore. Decore sprayed it out wide to Jao Pedro. And Jao Pedro's on the run now, and he's got he's got past Chilwell, and he's in behind now. He's in behind, and Dini is absolutely busting a gut to get there, and he passes the ball to Dini. Dini scores! He scores! Dini's got a goal! Dini scores the goal! What a fantastic cross from Jao Pedro, and Dini buries it into the top right-hand corner. Kasper Schmeichel has absolutely no chance. It's Watford one. It's less to nil, what a fantastic breakaway, Kapu there, the Leicester players are going absolutely crazy and uh, the referee is having a look at it, I think they are going to go back, they might have to go back and have a look at that to see if there was a foul on Vardy, but at the moment Deeney's running in front of the rookery, he's gone down to the corner flag and uh, there's Harry the Hornet joining him and the whole of the rookery is standing on its, uh, on its feet and, and seeing... Uh, and singing and celebrating this wonderful goal. It was an absolutely beautiful breakaway. The pass from Decore out to Jao Pedro, and Jao Pedro timed the cross in behind Evans and Sonchu, just couldn't get there. And Dini, for once, showed uh, a decent turn of pace, and he was just so determined to get there. Got there before Schmeichel, and he got it, his right foot on it, and it went, it just went like an arrow straight into the top right hand corner. And a very good goal, that Kenny. Uh, I'm a bit concerned that might be, uh, they're definitely going to have a look at that. Uh, look there. The only thing that, that, that Cathcart had, had was it Cathcart there who who fouled uh, or may have fouled Vardy? Yeah, I think it was Cathcart. They were they were tussling there for quite a long time, but I think Vardy was giving as good as he gets, don't you? And he's got his arms around Cathcart as much as Cathcart's got his arms around him. And then a little toe poke, and the ball comes to Capu, and then Capu just turns and plays a you know for a ten yard pass to Decore, and Decore doesn't even think about it, just pings it with his right foot straight out to Pedro, who's just onside. Oh, they might be looking at that as well. There does look like there's a potential there for Pedro to be offside. This goal could, could be disallowed for four or five different reasons. We're just waiting to see what happens with, with, the, with the referee. 
but um, at the moment they're, they're still talking it says VAR checking goal possible offside they're saying so they're not checking the foul they're looking at this Pedro one I think or possibly the Dini one but no Dini's well behind uh, Pe Pedro when he crosses it so I think it's the Pedro one what are we thinking there that's very difficult to tell it's like I said earlier you know offside's offside He's, the lad's got to be offside if his right toe is offside that's not offside not for me anyway I mean that's a perfectly good goal as far as I can see I don't think it's a foul on Vardy I think it's a beautiful transition from Watford the ball gets out and we're still waiting I don't know how long has it been now well, it's been a, well, a couple of minutes it seems longer than it actually is but it's been a couple of minutes I'm just have a quick sip of my tea if you don't mind while we're waiting the crowd are, are booing and they're singing the uh, the now familiar VAR chant, it's not football anymore, coming out of the rookery, the whole rookery standing, singing in unison, and uh, they'll be hoping uh, that this goal will be given. It was such a good strike by Dini, I mean, really, when he uh, when he's on form, he just is deadly from, what was it, about eight, nine yards, he just he managed to get up, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a terrific run, and Pedro's ball was uh, beautifully timed and beautifully weighted, slightly curved, hit it with his left foot, and it came just back to Dini and I'm looking at it again on the monitors and uh, some strike that he's fully stretched and uh, gets the instep of his right foot on it and it just shoots like an arrow straight into the top right hand corner Kasim Michael doesn't even really move he just watches the ball go in um, and uh, Leicester player still hoping still waiting it's extraordinary that we're still waiting for this VAR decision oh here it comes no goal's given the goal is given Watford are 1-0 up against Leicester City it's not more than they deserve they've certainly been the better team I think in the first half and now in the second half they've, uh, they've broken on Leicester in the way that Leicester are familiar with because that's how they play football and uh, a great move through from Cathcart to Capu to Decore to Jao Pedro and Jao Pedro's cross and it's funny I'm just watching the replay again there Kenny and you can see that if Dini had missed it Ismail Sarwas had made up 30, 40 yards and he was ready to stick it in as well if, um, and uh, they just left uh, Soinshu and Evan standing really they just weren't ready for that kind of break and it was the, it was the pace on the passes wasn't it Aye, that's right I'm just watching the players celebrate for the second time and uh, the crowd uh, it's very strange this VAR you celebrate then you stop celebrating then you start celebrating again or you don't depending on what happens but yeah it was, a, it, was a, it was the quickness as you see the passing the, the one touch the uh, the ball from the corner was really the killer ball and that that, that led to the goal and uh, Adini will be delighted to get on the score sheet here and love scoring against Leicester as we know and uh, Leicester players are waiting and the Watford players are slowly walking back and um, well it's been uh, about 20 minutes we're about 20 minutes in now so um, they're looking at maybe 25 minutes uh, to maybe hang on to this lead and uh, it's going to be it's going to be tough it's going to be very very tough for them I think uh, Leicester are going to play with a bit less caution possibly and um, we'll see what Brendan Rodgers has to do as they, as they get ready to retake uh, the kick off ok so here comes the restart and uh, Vardy knocks it back to Tielemans and Tielemans spreads it wide to the substitute Danny Drinkwater and uh, the Leicester players look uh, absolutely furious <laughs> and uh, now is an important time for Watford to dig in because uh, as they say the cliche goes you're more vulnerable to, the, to conceding a goal just after you've scored than at any other time and um, I can see Cathcart there yelling and screaming orders and Kapoor is pointing and Dini is coming very very deep straight away just to help out in what will be those very difficult five minutes after you've scored Against Liverpool, Kenny, they were able to, uh, the ball's just actually gone out for a, a throw-in, a Leicester throw-in. 
And those uh, in the game against Liverpool, they will score again after about six or seven minutes. So if they could do that, that would probably put this game to bed. But um, very, very different prospect, this Leicester City side, when they get their uh, dander up. Uh, I'm just going to watch this um, this throw-in. So uh, uh, why don't you... I'll just uh, I'll make a comment on that in a second. Yes, yeah, so... Um, it's Chilwell, he's got the ball in his hand and he's just rolled it down to Ingiacho there and uh, he's level with the penalty area on the, on the far left hand side just below us uh, facing the Vicarage Road end and uh, the family stand there is taking up half the Vicarage Road end and the other half is taken up with the Leicester City faithful and Ingiacho is just dwelling on the ball, sitting on the ball, trying to work an opening if he can to get the ball in, he's trying to beat uh, Familia, who's had a very good game so far, they haven't really had a huge amount to do because Iniacho and Perez haven't really seen much of the ball. But here's Iniacho, and he's looking for a crossfield pass, and he makes one, and that's a good pass, and that's straight into Drinkwater, who's come a bit further forward than uh, you would normally expect to see him. And he's laid the ball into Madison now. Madison, what can he do? He looks to shoot, and he's shooting. It's a good shot, and it's just yeah, it was always going wide, and I think Foster always had it covered, but he uh, yeah, he got his shooting boots out there, he tipped it up onto his right foot, and he had a he had a pot with that, and. Uh, that's probably the sign of things to come. Madison's been very, very quiet, and Vardy and Watford have done a very good job on both of them, but you cannot relax for a moment, can you? No, I was just going to say that if you can get Madison on the ball, if he can find any space, then he can be absolutely deadly. But with Watford one up now, it's going to be even more difficult I think, to find space. And Leicester are not necessarily a great side at breaking uh, the opposition down, but uh, we'll see what happens. It's a goal kick, and uh, as uh, as you can tell by the sound of the Leicester City fans, Ben Foster's in absolutely no rush to take this. Yeah, he's one of the best in the business at that. He, he must try the referee's patience. He, he gets to the point where they think, well, I'm going to have to book him in a minute. <laughs> and then just as you think, I'm going to book him, he, he, he'll take it. Uh, Schmeichel's no slouch in that department either, but uh, at the moment, I think you see Casper running around and kicking the ball very quickly, but then one down. We're now 22 minutes into this uh, into this game. 23 minutes into this game, uh, into this second half, excuse me. And um, Watford have got a lot of work to do to hold on to these precious three points. But uh, certainly Ben Foster will be looking to slow things down. Here he comes, and he he takes it uh, to the sound of cat calls from the Leicester Leicester fans, and the ball comes straight out. And it goes to Kapu, and Kapu manages to trap it under his feet. It's not a great kick by Foster, that. He's, he's, he's known to hit him rather flat sometimes, but we what for benefit from that, and Kapu's got it at his feet, and Drinkwater's coming. To oh, that's nasty. Now, that's not nice. That is a bad tackle, and I think Drinkwater's got up, and he's walking away, and uh, Dean's just... Yeah, he just left a little bit on him, but I guess if you're going to play like Kapu's played, someone's going to come and take a bit of revenge on you. And uh, he's got up, Kapu, straight away. He's absolutely furious. He's yelling at the referees, yelling at Drinkwater. He's hobbling along, but I think he's all right. And, um, you know, the referee's blowing his whistle and he's calling Drinkwater back and he's going to give him a right telling off. And he's, uh, he's produced the yellow card and Drinkwater's gone in the book. So both Kapu and Drinkwater now in the book. And... Uh, that will mean uh, we may see an end to hostilities for a while, but that was that was uh, straight through the back of him there. Kapu had his had his back to the Leicester goal, and Drinkwater just came through him pretty hard and uh, took him out ankle height. Nothing too horrible, but not a good tackle. No, um, that's the sort of tackle I got booked for all the time. It's uh, it's one that you, sometimes you just can't resist when you can't get the ball, you can't get on the ball, you get starting to get frustrated. You've just gone one down. You see the ball between the opposition's feet, uh, opposition players' feet. He's got his back. You just say, "I'm having it," and you go in, and uh, you take the yellow card. That's what happens. But you know, it'll make Kapu think, and uh, maybe redress the balance in that midfield. And that's desperately something that Leicester need to do if they're going to get back in this game. 
Cathcart's come up to take it, and um, they've actually pushed their men forward here, um, looking like a span on the halfway line, so they're looking to chip this to the edge of the Leicester area, maybe see if they can gain another advantage, maybe pick up a corner or a free kick, and that will create a chance uh, from open play. Cathcart chips it in there, and um, it looks like Pedro's gone up for that with with Fuchs, and uh, Pedro's won that. And he's knocked it down. Decor is there, and he's Decor is just everywhere, isn't he? Whenever you need him to be somewhere, there he is in space, looking, wanting the ball, always wanting the ball. Great player, this boy. And he's knocked it sideways into Kapoor. Kapoor is uh, really the uh, conductor of this performance so far, and he's just chipped the ball over the top of the left of the fence to Ismail Saar, who's come running down the right hand side. He's there, he's about two, two yards inside the, the byline and he's got hold of the ball there and Chilwell's come out to meet him and Evans has come across as well and Tiedemans has dropped back into the into the line there and then Leicester look like they're panicking a little bit. Schmeichel's pointing and shouting, telling people to pick people up. Deeney's there, he's just looking to find a little bit of space and Saar has brought it back onto his right foot and he's, he's, he's coming, he's, he's looking to, to try and get past Chilwell. Evans is there too, he's got no out ball, Kiko reluctant to come up at this stage as uh, Watford are 1-0 up but he's, he's come up just, just high enough so that Saar can lay the ball off to him and, uh, and Saar then trots nimbly between the two players and uh, gets himself into a position in the box and then he makes a darting run back towards Femenir and Femenir plays the ball to him and he turns on it and it's looking good and he's looking to cross the ball and he crosses the ball and Dini gets his head on it and oh, well that's a good save, that's a good catch, he's claimed that well Schmeichel, that was definitely going in I think, it was going in at the far post but Schmeichel read it well, it wasn't a great header from Dini, it was a little bit underpowered but it um, some good play there by Saar, really starting to uh, pull the strings on that defence and Evans and uh, Chua really have no answer to this young man. No, it was a great bit of football there, very, very good and uh, I thought Kiko did the right thing. He stay, wants to stay back uh, to make sure that Leicester don't catch him on the break but he just came forward enough just to give Saar an out ball and then uh, played the ball back to him and of course he'd found space by then Evans was trotting back into the middle and Chilwell was in no man's land really and he got his cross and Dini got his nut on it and uh, yeah on another day that could have been 2-0 so Kasper Schmeichel has the ball now in his in his hands and uh, there's a certain slight sense of frustration and and not panic yet because it's still early but desperation a little bit there with uh, the energy in those Leicester players is a a lot of running around, a lot of pointing at each other, a lot of shouting and uh, trying to get themselves organised, trying to uh, find a way to get back on top in this game if they can, but uh, it's uh, Watford are making it very difficult, they're very, very good at home as we saw against Liverpool and here comes Michael, he's actually kicked this one long and Vardy's actually got hold of the ball for once and he's brought it down on his left foot and he's, uh, the midfield is so far away from him and he's surrounded by Watford players and eventually uh, Cathcart nicks it off in there and plays it out to Femenir. It's a good tackle and gets a round of applause from the Watford fans there. And Femenir is uh, on the ball again and he's knocked it forward. Decore has come right across to the right-hand touchline there to get the ball and he's looking to get Saar back on the ball and he passes it into Saar and uh, Chilwell's there again. He's uh, poor Chilwell. He's beginning to sleep tonight with the... Uh, you know, we can be able to see when he when he drops off his Sars face, gurning at him. He's really having a difficult afternoon playing against this young Senegalese Tyro. And Sar cuts inside and he, he knocks a very nice um, diagonal ball through to Kapu and, uh, and Kapu plays the ball out to Pedro, but it's cut out by Fuchs and that's the first mistake we've really seen from Kapu in this second half. And Fuchs is uh, on the run now and Drinkwater's uh, asking for the ball there and Tielemans has also come across and he plays a nice ball into, into Drinkwater, simple ball, he turns and plays it to Tielemans and Tielemans is on the run now, he's got Madison in front of him and he plays it out to Madison, Madison looks to come inside to a more central position, he's looking to release Vardy, Cathcart's a bit in two miles and he he plays the ball in, in bodies on it, but it's just oh, it's just overweighted and, and uh, Foster gets out to, to claim that ball, but that was a good move from Leicester, much, much better, much more fluent and a lot more 
like the Watford moves we've seen there from from Fuchs into Drinkwater, Tielemans, uh, into Madison, and then in through to Vardy, and uh, yeah, right through Watford that time. Watford need to be aware that that is a danger for them, and Foster is bouncing the ball as if he's got all the time in the world, which he hasn't. Um, the referee is telling him to uh, using his left arm there, my dear, and saying, come on, come on, get the ball back in play. Uh, he only got about 15 as a rule, isn't there? Something 15 or 20 seconds, and then the referee could give an indirect free kick. I happened once against uh, Manchester United, I think. However, Foster kicks the ball out and, and uh, we're now 30 minutes into this second half. We've got 15 minutes to go. It's going to be tough and I expect we're going to see some substitutions, particularly from Leicester, but also maybe from Watford. And uh, it looks to me like Brendan Rodgers is going to be warming someone up. I, I think he's got to change it. These two white men, just, they're not helping Vardy. So it's someone closer to him, not just Madsen, and uh, maybe go back to something a little bit more re recognisably, a uh, 4-4-2. But uh, we'll see what he does. And the uh, ball's come out from from Foster, and uh, it's uh, gone straight out for um, from a, for a throw-in right in front of the dugout. So, um, yeah, we're going to see a substitution now, and it's looking like who's coming off there? Can you see that? Yep, it's uh, it's it's Ian Atchers coming off, and Ashley Barnes is coming on. What do you think about that? Oh, that makes sense. I think Barnes will maybe drop onto that left side of midfield, not his natural position, but they'll, they'll play uh, and, and they'll play kind of three in front of the back four, maybe. Um, you know, and Perez will go up with Vardy and uh, Madison will play just behind those two in a kind of 4-3-1-2, uh, which is a much more, it's a better balance, and there's particularly if you're one behind, uh, Barnes will stiffen up that midfield along with Drake Water and Tielemans. Maybe Tielemans might join them. Madison a little bit more now and get into that attacking mode that he's so good at. He's such a great pass with one, very, very elegant footballer as well, and uh, playoffs kind of 4 2 2 2. But it's it's all, you know, it's all uh, shoulders to the wheel now for this. They've got to get a goal, they've got to get back in this game if they can. And uh, yeah, polite round of applause for Ashley Barnes as he comes on. He's uh, another good young player that Brendan Johnson, uh, Brendan Rogers is getting a, excuse me, there, got his name wrong. Brendan Rogers is, uh, is getting a tune out of. And nothing from the Watford bench so far. A few, few players warming up. What would you do? Uh, we're just waiting for this throw-in to be taken. What would you do with the, with the Watford side at the moment? Well, it's very hard to know, isn't it? You want to be, you know, often you just want to leave things as they are. The back six, seven are playing very well, I think. So you, you might want to make a small adjustment to the, to the front four, possibly. Uh, bring on Hughes for Jal Pedro and stiffen up that midfield, possibly. I don't know. Go to a kind of four, a four, four, two, push Saar closer to Dini drop to Corey back into, into a four-man midfield, I don't know, but we'll see. And the throw is taken uh, by Fuchs and uh, he throws it back, in fact, to his goalkeeper, Kasten Schmeichel, who collects the ball outside the area, he's about halfway between the area and the halfway line, he's a long way out, don't want to make a mistake there. And Kasper Schmeichel looks up and he knocks it long, and in fact it is Barnes, gets on the ball straight away and he's a burly looking fellow, isn't he, um, the young man, and he's, uh, he's cutting inside and he's challenging, he's, he's having a go, trying to get past Kapu and the Corey's dropped back and uh, they're they're double teaming him there and uh, he's knocked the ball back into uh, the centre of midfield where Drinkwater picks the ball up and plays it out to Tielemans and Tielemans is, is just starting to creep forward a little bit more Perez is still playing out wide he hasn't come uh, inside completely but uh, he's definitely not uh, stuck to the touchline like he has been for most of the game so he receives the ball just on the corner of the area and there's Messina just uh, shepherding him again he's had a good game Messina hasn't had much to do but what he's had to do he's done well and he's trying to nick the ball off and he's snapping away at him a little bit and 
You know, Perez is a, he's a tricky customer. Amazing hair he's got, Perez, isn't he? Um, by the by. Uh, perhaps we can talk about that later, Kenny. And, uh, yep, no, Messina's uh, just, it's a good old tussle, this. And in the end, Perez gives up and he knocks it back to Tiedemans. But Tiedemans is in a dangerous position here. And Chalabar has to come over and make sure that he's not getting the ball into... Yeah, cutting off the supply to Madison and Vardy, which they've done very well for the last uh, eight, nearly 75 minutes. And, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good piece of work from Chalabar. He's won the ball off him there. That's very, very good. He's getting a round of applause from the Sir Elton John stand, as he should do. That's extremely good football. And he's passed it into Kapu. And Kapu has uh, knocked the ball back to him, but behind Tielemans and uh, Chalabar's picked the ball up now on the halfway line. And the Leicester players are having to turn and, and hair back uh, because they're worried again about, obviously, the counter. A good crossfield pass now to Ismail Saan. He would be in loads and loads of space, but he chooses not to do that. Sits on the ball, waits for things to um, to regroup. De Corre's looking to get Jao Pedro on the ball. He passes it out to him and Jao Pedro is, oh, me, me. No, no, no. Fuchs has gone in there. So he's slid in. I think it was, uh, there was no real malice in it, but uh, he won the ball, um, but both feet on the ground, but the studs were, well, showing, I suppose. Anyway, Pedro jumped out of the out of the way of it, and Nigel Pearson, for the first time really today, so he's very animated. He's not happy at all with that tackle, and uh, referees come over, told everyone to calm down, and uh, so, yeah, that's a, that's a very difficult, uh, that's a nasty one. If he'd caught him, he probably would have been off, but uh, the truth is, uh, it's a Watford throw-in, and uh, there's no trouble there. Pedro's got the ball in his hands, he's waiting, but the scene is strolling along past the dugouts, and he's going to be taking this this throw-in, and, um, you know, that's... That's excellent from Pedro, slowed the game down, wants to get out into the corner and Messina bowls it down into the corner from the throw-in and there's Pedro in the corner flexed and a bit too much time left on the clock for this kind of shenanigans but Pedro's there and he's looking hopeful to win the corner if he can and uh, he kicks the ball, uh, comes off Evans and uh, oh he does go out for a corner, it does just. I thought Sonchu had kept it in there but he hasn't and the linesman said yeah that's a corner so that's a what for corner, that's exactly where what we want the ball to be. Uh, that's uh, another good passage of play, they're managing the game very very well but we do feel that if Leicester can just get on the ball and get something going, then maybe uh, it'll be possible. And uh, But nothing's going right for them at the moment. It's a corner from Watford and Messina delivers and uh, now that goes straight into the hands of Kasper Schmeichel to the groans of uh, the fans in the rookery. And he's bouncing the ball and he's screaming at his players to get out and he, he knocks the ball out very, very high. Uh, and, uh, it's a big chase there and uh, Cathcart doesn't want to let that bounce if he can avoid it and he manages to get his head on it and actually just goes perfect head, he goes straight back to Foster who collects and uh, he also kicks the ball high there and, uh, and Messina about on the halfway line in front of the dugout, he's going to be under it and uh, oh my, oh, oh, no, 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 what's happened there? There's been a bit of a melee there, it's, um, someone's come in on Messina, Messina jumped to head the ball and uh, Kaitsu, who is that? I think it's someone, aren't you? Yeah, it is Solchin, and Messina's gone down, and he's he's got his uh, hand over his uh, over the front of his uh, right eye, and uh, he's looking, and then actually you can see, no, it's his nose, isn't it? And there's blood there. Um, I wonder what he, whether it was an accidental clash of heads, or was it something more sinister? I don't know. The referees, both dugouts have gone absolutely crazy. That's a, and Dini's come running over. Dini's come running over and he's pushed Solanchi back and Solanchi's arguing with him now and pushing Dini and uh, it's all a bit uh, ungentlemanly this but on the floor is Anna Messina and there's blood gushing from his nose and uh, Mike Dini has booked Solanchi for whatever it was he saw and I wasn't really watching, I, I was expecting Messina just to head that away and uh, um, but now he's got his hand to his ear, he's looking this could be serious I think, he's looking now and he's he's talking, he's walked away from the melee, that seems to have calmed down, Pearson's got Dini, uh, got his arms around Dini, so he's calmed Dini down and uh, 
Yes, Cathcart's come over and he's picked Messina up. The medics are looking at him there. They're putting some tissue paper up his nose rather, unelegantly, inelegantly I should say. Uh, but uh, Mike Dean is in the centre of the, and he's talking on on the, the headset. And uh, yeah, the VAR has come up. Uh, possible foul play, possible red card, and he's um, he's wandering over to the monitor for the second time in this game. And Sanchez, the Leicester players are, are pleading with the referee just to get on with the game. The yellow card's been given, but he's going over to the monitor and he's looking at it. We're going to get a good look at it now on our monitor. What do you think, Kenny? Uh, it's, um, well, it's, it's uh, difficult to see from that angle, but it does look like he led with the elbow there. Do you think he led with the elbow? I mean, it's, it's a fierce... The fierce tackle is a, a sort of centre-half takes no prisoners, uh, particularly in a situation like this, but I don't think Messina's done anything wrong, he's just jumped ahead the ball, tried to keep it in play, and, uh, and uh, oof, I don't know, I mean, I don't know, I've seen, I've seen those given, that could be a red for Sorancho, what do you think? Uh, well, we're going to get a second angle at it, oh, yeah, from, well, oh my word, I mean, from this angle, he's absolutely splattered his nose across his face, I don't know what he was thinking of there, his team are 1-0 down, and the last thing he wants is to... I mean, it's, it's it's a pointless attempt to win the ball. The ball's going out anyway, probably. And, and uh, well, he's he's blown the whistle, Mike Dean. He's he's made the square television sign with his thing, and uh, yeah, he's produced the red card. So Sancho's sent off, and he's standing right by the dugout. He's absolutely furious, Sancho. I think he, he could really kick off here. Vian and Brendan Rodgers has come running over straight away, and he's grabbed hold of him, and he's and a couple of his coaching staff and. Uh, now Madison now getting involved with Cathcart, he's pushing Cathcart, this is really really unpleasant and unnecessary from Leicester, they need to keep their heads, they need to concentrate on winning the game, this is just playing into Watford's hands, but Sancho has gone down the tunnel and Rogers is looking at his team sheet and wondering what he's going to have to do now, but uh, he's, uh, well he sent Wes Morgan out, I mean Wes Morgan's come out from injury, I don't know how fit he is, but he's, uh, he's sent Wes Morgan out to warm up, obviously they need a centre back, they can't play with one. And, uh, and uh, well, this has changed the game. Uh, when you get an answer off, it can be very, very difficult if it's 0 0 to break down the team with them and 1 0. It should make Watford's, uh, Watford's chance of winning this game a lot easier. And uh, we're just going to see uh, what happens in the next few minutes. Okay, everything seems to have calmed down now. Um, players are uh, separated from each other, and uh, Mike Dean is talking to Deeney and uh, Evans, and uh, he's just explaining why I sent him off and what the reason was and uh, and there's a lot of nodding and come on let's just carry on with the game and uh, keep the players under control and uh, both captains shaking hands there so that's good to see looks like um, uh, we're going to get back to the football in a second that's been quite a long rather long wait while waiting for VAR but uh, yes Morgan is going to come on in fact the referee's waiting uh, rather kindly I think and uh, it's going to be Perez that comes off which I think is a fairly obvious uh, substitution. All right, that's right, Perez is going to come off, Bardi will play up on his own and Morgan will come in and slot into that back four and that means Barnes and Tielemans and Drinkwater will sit there and, uh, and then they'll hopefully try and protect uh, the 1-0 at the moment. Of course, they need to get out and score a goal. That's going to be quite a difficult job, I think. But um, anyway, uh, the game is going to start restart. Yeah, so it's going to restart with a free kick to Watford on the halfway line. Messina's there with his, uh, with um, what seems like enormous amounts of toilet roll stuffed up his um, right nostril, but that bleeding stopped. Um, yeah, uncomfortable, I imagine, but he's not a ball left. Put it down into uh, towards the D, and then he's got his chest on it, and uh, Evans has nicked that off. A nice bit of football there from Evans, and he's played it back to Smythe, and Leicester City players have moved up the pitch about five, ten yards, and the Watford players are retreating on. I wonder how Watford will play this. Will they look for the second, or will they just sit and uh, sit and defend for the next next few minutes? We are uh, we've played 40 minutes now, and uh, there'll be quite a lot of injury time, but. Um, 
yeah, it's not long for Watford to hang on. They'll be hoping to get a second, hopefully. We'll have to wait and see. And uh, now Casper Michael uh, knocks the ball long and uh, it looks to me like Evans has moved up into midfield. Is that right? Uh, he's certainly playing a bit higher than, he, than perhaps he ought to be. Um, Morgan's sitting very deep, but uh, that's fair enough, I suppose. And uh, Evans has got the ball down. He's got it down and Tiedemans is there with Drinkwater and uh, Madison as well. Having to uh, play more of a you know, central midfield role now. There's only two banks of four, him and Tielemans and uh, and Drinkwater and, and Ashley Barnes. So, um, you know, it's still a pretty decent side. One decent ball through to Vardy and it could be one all, but uh, Watford will be very keen to avoid that if they can. Now, what's happening there? There seems to be a bit of a tussle on the ball. Kapoor again, Drinkwater again. This has been a decent second half battle between these two, but they're both smiling at each other now, and the uh, ball's gone out for a throw-in, and uh, it's a Leicester City throw-in, and they'll be looking to get the ball forward, but they'll also be hoping to keep the back door shut. They won't want to concede a second now, otherwise that really will be game over. And uh, how have we got to play now? We're in the... 42nd minute, just three more minutes of this game to go and it's been a very exciting game, it's been good to watch, there's been some good free-flowing action, some great passing, the Watford goal in particular was a fantastic move and uh, glad to see that VAR didn't rule that one out, uh, that's right, you know, when you get a goal of that quality you want it to stand, really. that's what football's all about, goals. Right, so here we are with a few minutes just uh, to play and... Um, and uh, here's the throw-in, and it's uh, it's the ever-dependable Chilwell, who has had a bit of a difficult afternoon, but nicely he's kept Sark quiet. And, uh, but he has had to do a lot of defending, and normally Chilwell likes to get forward and help uh, with the offensive work for Leicester, but he hasn't had a chance to do that, but he takes this throw-in, and it goes straight to Tiedemann. Tiedemann's in space, and he's very, very clever at finding little pockets of space for himself, and he passes it back to Trent Lutri, lays it off to Barnes, and Barnes into Madison there, and Madison back to Barnes, and, and there's Fuchs coming, herring up the right, uh, to overlap and he, he takes the ball and uh, he's looking to get in against Messina but Messina makes a good tackle there again and uh, not only does he make a good tackle he clears it and it doesn't go out for a throw in so there's a bit of a race on there Morgan comes across for his first touch in the game and uh, we mess with Morgan would you <laughs> you want to go five rounds with him and uh, Deeney certainly doesn't look very interested in uh, taking him on at the moment so Morgan's got the ball and he hits it long and uh, it's all a bit uh, up and under at the moment for Leicester as they try to get this equaliser with just a couple of minutes to go and um, uh, yeah so he's uh, so that ball has yeah it's come off Cathcart there and uh, it's gone out wide to Fuchs uh, Fuchs has stayed up for this and um, Messina's got the ball off him again and uh, Fuchs is looking very frustrated he, he half thinks he was fouled there but we uh, we don't think he was and um, yeah so uh, that's very good. That's very good football from Watford, and uh, Messina clears it, and it's all the way out for a goal kick. Now the uh, here comes the assistant referee with us. Just the three minutes. I'm surprised it's only three minutes of uh, injury time uh, for Watford to have to survive, but um, it's been a very, very good half from them. They've they've shown a bit of spirit. They've shown some skill, and uh, if they carry on like this, it looks very much like they will perhaps survive. But they've got some tough games. At the end of the season, I know their last two games are Manchester City and Arsenal, that won't be easy, so they'll need to get it done before then. Leicester, on the other hand, have also got a difficult run and they need to get points at home just to ensure that they can keep in, those, in that top five. Um, what's your view of the game? And also, I'm going to be asking you for your man of the match in a moment, Kenny. It's been uh, great having you here today. Just the last two minutes, the ball's just been passed back to Schmeichel for the, for the goal kick. Uh, good clearance from this, and they wasted a few seconds there, and Schmeichel's got the ball down and... Uh, He's kicked it forward and, uh, and Kapoor's gone up for it, but he's, yeah, he's been fouled there, so um, Dean has blown the whistle and uh, it's a free kick to Watford and the Watford players are all walking away from the ball. <laughs> I 
for Leicester players are picking the ball up and trying to give it to a Watford player to take and they're really not very interested. And ben Foster comes walking out uh, and takes the ball off Vardy and puts it down and uh, walks away from the ball again and the uh, referee's going to probably, oh yes he is, he's wandering over to Foster now and he's going to book him which I think is probably uh, to do with the totting up. But um, while we're waiting for this today, um, your man of the match, uh, uh, Kenny, for, for the game today. It's a, it's a tricky one. There's been some good performances from both teams and I know it's just a very tight 1-0 lead for Watford at the moment, but I have to say, I have to say that if I'd had a chance to play alongside this fellow when I was uh, at Everton or Rangers or at Stoke, I would have very much liked to play alongside this chap. I think he's been the class act all day in that midfield for Watford and I'm going to say that Etienne Capoue is my man of the match. So Etienne Capoue gets man of the match. You'll be delighted to take home a bottle of vintage champagne courtesy of FDRE FM Radio, which uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this afternoon. It's uh, starting to rain now and there's just a minute or so left uh, of injury time as the game is starting to draw to a close. You may even blow the whistle after this kick. Foster kicks the ball high and... Uh, up into the air and uh, towards the Leicester City penalty box but uh, there's no one there really from Watford to get it and um, Kasper Schmeichel brings it down and uh, looks up and kicks the ball and uh, and there's Kapu again as we just mentioned to head the ball out for a throw-in and that's a Leicester City throw-in in this game and the, the, the fans are getting very excited a lot of whistling and uh, it hasn't gone well for Leicester, has it, this game? Um, everything seems to have gone against them. The VAR for the Watford goal, well, the goal was given. The, the VAR for Kapu in the first half for the red card would have made a massive difference to the game. That wasn't given, but then Solonchu's one was. It's not been a great afternoon for Brendan Rodgers' men, but Pearson's men have been tough and they've been they've fought hard and they've worked well together and uh, they shouldn't really be down where they are. No, I don't think so. I think they had a terrible start to the season, but Pearson's got them playing uh, like a proper team and uh, there's some very, very good players in this side and I think the two young lads who played out wide have, uh, have played very well and, uh, and the truth of the matter is hasn't had to make a substitution and it's very rare in a football match that managers just leave the 11 out there to, to finish off the job and uh, I think that's been very, very good. It's difficult, tired legs but um, we're approaching the end now, I think. And the ball's just uh, dribbled back to Foster and he's picked it up and uh, I think the referee's now just waiting for him to kick it and he kicks it forward and yes there you hear the three peeps on Mike Dean's whistle he's had a good game I think and uh, that's a fantastic three points for Watford they'll be delighted with that Kenny uh, they will they work very very hard they got their tactics absolutely right I thought they sat deep when they needed to they came out and pressed when they could they took the chance finally after three or four missed attempts and they, they got the goal they needed and Troy Deeney once again is the star for Watford Absolutely. So we're going to throw you back to the studio now as the players are shaking hands with each other and applauding the, uh, the travelling fans. The Leicester players have gone over there. They're not hiding anywhere and Watford players are hugging each other. Some are lying on the ground. Abdullah Dekor is absolutely exhausted. And uh, Troy Dean is applauding the Sir Elton John stand at the moment before going over to the family stand. He does his usual kind of uh, lap of honour at the end of a game like this. and. Uh, Referees shaking hands with the referee there, Mike Dean. I think he had a decent game, and uh, yeah, he was called into action with the VAR quite a bit. But uh, I think he did. Okay. I think all those decisions were correct. Do you not agree? And I don't think there was any knickers uh, there. No, I don't. I don't think so. He, he was pretty fair today. I thought. He, you know, he can be a bit card happy sometimes. But that's all you one. I don't, I don't think you can argue with that. That was a straightforward elbow to the face, and uh, he'll get a three three match ban for that. And Rogers will be absolutely furious. And, yeah, I wouldn't have minded if it had been a corner or something. You know, where where there was in, where there was some. Deep but it, it just took him out and uh, 
Yeah, just frustration I suppose. Anyway, Messina's got a broken nose I suspect and uh, <laughs> he'll be a little less pretty than he was when he started the game. Yeah, I'm not sure that's the thing to be most worried about, nor will uh, Nigel Pearson who's, who's come out onto the pitch and he's, um, he's, he's giving um, bear hugs to pretty much anyone who'll take one. He's got Jao Pedro in a headlock there, <laughs> and, uh, but he played very well, the young lad, didn't he? Uh, it's not easy to come into your first start in a Premier League game, and, uh, but he was out there wide and when he got the ball he tried to do stuff that wasn't always successful, but he played well, I thought, and uh, he's got the other lad on the, on the other side of the pitch to, to, you know, to lead him, because Saar is just a little bit ahead of uh, Pedro at the moment in terms of confidence and belief and uh, understanding the ways of the Premier League, but he's got some good men around him, that's the thing, he's got Dini in there and Capu and Decore, and uh, Chalabar had a very, very good game today, very quiet, doesn't do anything particularly exciting, but he just cut off the supply line and that was the absolute key to Watford's performance today. They couldn't get the ball into Madison, couldn't get the ball into Vardy, they couldn't really threaten and uh, Watford will be absolutely delighted with the three points. That's absolutely right, they certainly will and the Watford faithful now streaming away from the rookery end and the two stands on either side will be going home happy, looking forward to their fish and chips and looking forward to match of the day this evening where they can watch their team win which hasn't been something they've had a chance to do many times this season. So I'm going to throw you back to the studio now for news of the other games of the day. Thank you very much for listening. Kenny, thank you very much. It's been a great pleasure sitting here in this commentary box with you. I hope you've enjoyed it. I have uh, very much enjoyed watching this game, a top quality game of football from the Premier League. And uh, yes, uh, whenever you need me to come back, I'll, I'll be happy to come back. Thank you very much. We're the Orns. You're the Orns. Good.